1: Hey everyone, welcome to a brand new MMA Roasted Podcast. It's me, Adam Hunter. It's going to be a great show today. We have the Greg Wilson in the house, Tyler Smith, my uh, my, my friend slash wrestling coach slash Marine slash pro fighter, as well as CB the Grenade
2: is back. What's going on, guys? It's the real me. It's not just Greg, but we're back in the studio together.
3: Opening the new latest location of CB's Gold's Golden Gold Gold. Don't even bring that silver shit up in here.
1: All right. Congrats, CD, on your (laughs) new venture. I want to thank our sponsor, Speedweed. Listen, people, marijuana is legal in California, and the best place to get it is Speedweed. They have everything from edibles to vapes to CBD, sex lube to uh, THC, uh, every kind of the highest grade marijuana you have, everything from, you know, trust me, this is the place to go. Follow them at speedweed.com. Get it delivered. There's no reason you should have to leave your house to get it. You order Chinese food. You order uh, every, pizza. You order prostitutes. Okay. You order a lot of stuff.
3: So, <laughs> it's a lot to order prostitutes these days. So, just so you know.
1: Okay. I'll take your word for it. So
3: order. <laughs> Used to be easy. Now they crack down on all the good sites.
1: Go to speedweed.com. Speedweed.com. Follow them at Speedweed. Also, people, sexual performance issues. More common than you think, okay? CB hasn't had a boner in years. So over 25% of new ED cases are guys <laughs> under the age of 40. And 4% of men at uh, age 40 struggle with not being able to get and maintain an erection. You finally get a boner, you get a girl back, and then you can't get a boner, and she's upset. And she's like, what are you doing? How come you can't get it up? It happens, okay? And why do guys go to, uh, I don't know, weird solutions or do nothing when they can get science and medicine? That's 4 it's a one-stop shop for hair loss, which I need, skin care, which Greg needs, and uh, sexual wellness for men. They connect you with real doctors and medical great solutions to treat ED. Listen, people, there's not there's no snake oil pills or gas sta- Why are you get
3: out of gas station? I mean, seriously, why would they you? They have that? those those Power Max. And Ask Goldies. John Jones, They dude. always He's have Gold it, right? <laughs> <Andrew's> <laughs> I don't think he got his at a gas station. I think he got his in, like, Mexico. No, that's what he said it was.
4: They Is said that was right? like, gas station boner pills, dude. Well, that
3: he could have been. Well, that's what he
1: said it he was. He would be doing much yeah, better. If he went to 4 he'd still be fighting. Listen, so, answer a few quick questions, chat with the doctor. <laughs> Severe ED isn't just a case for rich old guys in bathtub. No, not CB's grandpas. Okay, it affects men in their 30s and 40s. <laughs> Listen, it's hard made easy. <laughs> Try Four Hymns today for a month for just five bucks. We'll get you started for just five dollars with supplies last. Go to the website for full details. That's fourhymns.comslash MMA That's F O R H I M slash MMA roasted. Fourhymns.comslash MMA roasted. So, uh, I had a crazy, crazy week. I just got back from Vegas yesterday. I had so much Woo. fun. Yeah, uh, man. look like it. The MMA awards were great. Uh, everyone liked this. the sketch I wrote about Kelvin Gastelum. Yeah. Basically, I had him singing uh, My Dorito instead of Despacito. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, people were singing along to it. And it, and, <laughs> and it was cool this year because I got to hook my friends up with uh, – to make to, to be the uh, the presenters like like Adam, who do you awesome. know that want to do it? So I got Vince to do it, and Alan and Jason Ellis. I got Russell Peters. I got Michael Blackson. I got everyone that I I got Carla and uh, Ashley. Like people that I like like I'm like, can I get them? So that was awesome. That's I cool. got Rashad. Do they cool.
3: co-host your podcast? No. Okay, I just want well, to. Uh, uh, <laughs> next year I'll get you all as the AM. people, all oh, of yeah, his yeah. friends were there. All the people there. he loves, all the people <laughs> he loves. Got a shot. Except for the ones that actually contribute to the podcast. Uh, first of all, uh, Vince
1: does co host my podcast, number Who? 1, Vince Pacheco. That's true. Also in the UFC. More than me? Uh, no, yeah, actually, yes. Uh, <laughs> like, it actually, maybe it is. I've been gone
3: for a year and a half. That's true. Yes. Uh,
1: so then it was great. So that was awesome. The um, after party, I was hanging out with Tito Ortiz, and I right. at, and I asked Tito, I'm like, you know, Tito used to train with Tank Abbott, you know, and yeah. I, I remember I used to love Tank Abbott back yeah, in the day, yeah. and I go, there was a fight where Tank had to throw the guy over the cage, like that. <laughs> And I and I asked Tito why did he do that, and he goes, "Oh, in practice he was like, you know, what would be funny if I could throw a guy over the cage." Uh, by the way, my dog just tried to bite CB. All right, hey, hey. You know
4: what's funny is that we were yeah. talking
1: about that
4: at the fight about how that would be a cool like new rule, like in the fight them if over? you throw him over the cage, fights over. Yeah, oh really? Like, I, I want to see Royal DC Rumble. Tots
3: people right away. I mean, that's there. that's yeah. bringing in a little WWE. Yeah, that's, exactly. the, that's the Royal yeah. Rumble
4: rules. I mean,
1: we're trying to get all WWE anyway. we as well make the we're, rules. Gonna, we're I'm gonna, with you. It. Let's do it. I want to see it. <laughs> we're gonna talk about that in a second. But I just thought it was super funny. Where like he was like, "No, it'd be funny." But he over the cage and then actually tried to do it. But like, why would he even? The guy could just walk back in the cage. Like well, yeah. it, it wouldn't be like the fight would be over. Yeah, it was just like, that was. I don't just,
3: know, I feel like the yeah, fight's I over. You got <laughs> throw him the fuck out of the cage. Dude, fight's
1: would, over, motherfucker. That would fuck you up.
3: Yeah. Well, you
4: that think so? fuck you? If you fell on your head, you'd fall, break something. Uh, yeah. What are the, I mean, yeah, you're, what you're what not are in the... control at that point. If you're getting tossed over a cage. Exactly. What if you don't hit What if you don't know <laughs> you're doing to
3: defend it? Yeah. What if you half hit them and then you flop onto the cement and <laughs> a chair? So
1: maybe, maybe. So then Wednesday night, uh, Carla and Ashley were like, hey, we want to come to the show. And Greg shows up to do a guest set, uh, which was cool. Yeah. Um, you did very well. Thank you. It was a great, great crowd. I was super It was a lot stoked. of fun, yeah. So then afterwards, we went out with them. My friend Steve Teshi's in a band. And he's like, hey, he's always coming to my show. He's like, come check out my band. Now, Greg, it seemed like you tried to get the girls to do coke the whole time, uh, but they weren't doing it. You're I like,
3: don't remember that. <laughs> You're like, I don't think that happened because I don't think I had any coke.
1: Oh, really? Yeah. Because he kept yelling,
3: who wants coke? No, I, I, I was yelling, who has coke? Oh, sorry. sorry. <laughs> God, there's a fucking... I was it's trying to score different. some He coke. went from selfless to selfish. <laughs> yeah, get the fuck out. I couldn't find it. I was like, this is Vegas. Someone here has to have some fucking coke. <laughs> Nobody had any coke. It was a coke-less weekend. You so should have asked the graphers. <laughs> So oh, they had Coke. The gra-
1: <laughs> yeah, that's exactly who you wanted to bring to a show.
3: Yeah, <laughs> the graphers. It's gonna be fifty percent ball cheese. <laughs> a- Eighty people in a fucking bathroom. <laughs> this, is, this is the best Coke you can get. It's mixed with uh, grated <laughs> ball cheese from the one and only Conor McGregor. So you know, we call it Irish Gold. CB, you've done Coke before? Many, many times. W- where do you do Coke? Uh, most of it, most of the Coke I do is leftover. It's whatever falls into uh, Conor McGregor's underwear. Oh, okay, all right. Yeah. Yeah. I scrape it out, I chop it up and I eat half and I store half. <laughs> that sounds delicious. Yes.
1: So anyway, so Ashley and, and Carla by the coins. way,
3: who clean up very well. They're very cool. No, they were a lot of fun. They were yeah, super yeah. sweet.
1: Yeah, yeah, super sweet. They they loved you by the way. They said your friend's so funny.
3: Oh, they're nice. They, they they, I had they, a great time with them. They're really nice. They
1: they actually loved you. Uh and then we went out and I saw a pile and it was a great time. The next night Hendo comes to my show. He's like I'm bringing 20 people. But they come a little late, right? So so Hendo shows up and I was uh and his friend, his whole crew was, like, sitting on laps, like, like, in the corner. And I had made fun of Hendo at a show, like, weeks before that. I was like, Dan Andrews is here, you know, and I was giving him a hard time. Like, the yeah. first time you cut weight was you missed the Last Supper. You were, on the, you were on the undercard of David versus Goliath. You know, it's just it's constantly fucking with him, you know. Solid Old Testament references. Yes. And I was like, your yeah, first training camp was in Atlantis. Just, I was giving him a hard time. So he's like, he wanted to come back. So no. now I had, to, I had to get these insults back. All had, new insults. All new insults. Yeah. Uh, so so he, he came, and then afterwards he's like, hey, I'm having an after party at a uh, strip club at, at,
2: at Sapphire. He's hosting it. You want to come? He has an after party for a party that didn't happen? Or he had his own. He was party.
1: having his own party. Like he was hosting oh. the Sapphire. I guess back in the Garden of Eden, and they had naked girls uh, where he grew up, <laughs> and, uh, you know, and he wanted to see them again. So I was like, "Fuck yeah!" Right. So then it was like me, Ashley Yoder, who looks smoking hot, by the way, uh, Hendo. And then uh, Gian Vellante. So we're all on this, like, party bus with, like, 30 people. And Hendo is, like, dancing on the bus, giving, like, all these girls lap dances. Nice. <laughs> like, his, like, wife is there. Did you get in on that? I, I kind of wanted to, but then I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> Put that championship ball sweat on me.
2: Good so for you, I was
1: afraid his balls would knock me out. If it's anything like his fucking his right hand. Yeah. So then we go to the strip club, and it, it was it was fun. Although all these girls, there was some, oh, my God. Vegas is the best place for strip clubs because... The girls make about, like, I think, high six figures that work oh, there. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So they don't have to give you a lap dance. They're not like pressuring you yeah. because they know that there's some guys like paying their mortgage yeah. and
3: yeah. Plus yeah. Sapphire, that's a top tier club.
1: Yeah, I think I think that and the one. Rhino, it's
3: a great one, but it's expensive as fuck though. Aren't the lap dances like thirty bucks? They're twenty
1: bucks, or but 20? but my wife is my wife is oh. super pregnant now, so I felt, I would feel bad. Getting a lap dance, so my wife's pregnant. So they were coming over to like, hey, you want a lap dance? Like, no. Like, well, I'm like, well, my wife is pregnant. And then they were just like snoring or like, they're like, they're like, oh, they're you fucking that's fucking You didn't want to
3: spend the money. No, you're no, 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 no. You That's, not true. Ah, your pussy. You're you're that's right, not true. Ah, pussy. You're you're that's right, not true because wrong. I bought.
1: That's true because I actually bought Ashley a lap dance. I was like, no, give it to her. And then she refused it. So the woman just took off for 20 bucks. But uh
3: <laughs> sure. I, was it where the- was I when you were donating lap dances? You didn't call me. You were out looking for. Yeah, how the fuck are the Safar? And you're like, I'm tonight, I'm not calling Greg. I'll was, call Greg for the band show, not the strip club. It concert. was Friday. You were on. Oh, that's true. I was on the dirty at 1230. So I was on very late. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. You, were, you were on way late. Uh, but it was fun. It was cool. I like. Well, could have come after that because I found some Coke on Friday. <laughs> <laughs> so
1: that was cool. Then Saturday. <laughs> I was up
3: to like Was it 6 it? o'clock in the morning. I could have made it. Was it good? Oh, it was good Coke. Yeah, good you gotta you Coke. you got to stop doing McGregor shit, ball cheese. I'm kidding. I didn't fucking
1: <laughs> do the Coke. Okay. Totally do. All right, so, so then Saturday, Tasha and Jake got married, two fans yes, of our podcast. Yeah, all
3: that. Good pictures. Which is weird because she flashed you at one point. Well, you know, <laughs> she wanted a free T-shirt. Yeah, so there's, there's, um, Everyone a, knows comics will take tits in lieu of cash. Two of our fans of our podcast every every, are like, two of our
1: fans time. are a couple. They're super sweet. She's really hot.
3: She is very hot.
1: He's a nice guy. Yeah. And they invited me to our, like their wedding, which was like, awesome. I've met him like three times. And I'm like, I'm, I'm in awesome. Vegas anyway. So I, I go to the wedding. And it was like at 3 in the afternoon. It was a cool wedding. It was one of those weddings. It was like 30 people there. It was f- I was there. It was yeah. fun. Afterwards, uh, it was at Virgil's Barbecue, the reception. Dude, that's uh, a great
3: spot for a reception, bro. Which is
1: delicious. Delicious. Yes. But, it, but it gave me flashbacks of my stepmom's dad's wedding when I was the ring boy and I was four. And All I was of so- them or
3: which ones?
4: I,
1: well, I, I was the ring boy.
3: And I, I, this is the second
1: step, mom. The first step, so mom. You were
3: carrying a card that said with the number two on it. No, well, yeah, that, that's <laughs> these, these, are the my, ring these, are, these are all my boy. These are all my ding 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 ding. In this corner, my father. He's been with hundreds of women. He's settling down for the second time. Maybe not the last. We hope this one sticks. Yes, exactly. Joe <laughs> Greenberg. Okay, sorry. Can I tell the story? Yes. All right. So I was like,
1: I was three years old, and I was angry that my parents would get married because when my mom left, and I was. It was like, hey, here's your new mom. So I go down to the wedding, and I, I'm carrying the rings, and then I just throw them at them. I, I threw the ring, and then I got I got kicked out of the wedding. When I was three, three years old. Yeah. The class act, Adam. <laughs> the, but it, it, I had forgotten
3: about that until pretty much this wedding. How are you bringing that up? If, <laughs> so yeah. this Vegas wedding was so great. It was beautiful. It reminded me of when I ruined my father's <laughs> second marriage. <laughs> What are you saying? That you're? Did you pass the MMA Roasted curse on to this wedding? No, I did not saying? pass any kind of curse. I'm just telling you what happened. I was They're going to get knocked out in the second <laughs> month of their marriage? Uh, first of all, a lot of people are
1: winning on the MMA Roasted vodka. I know, I've just busted your balls. Uh, by the that. way, Bubba Jenkins is now a, a preacher, by the way. <laughs>
3: okay. Really? Yeah, yeah. he, he,
1: right. he, 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 he posts on Facebook. He goes, Jesus, God has told me some things. Uh, God has given me some information. Right? God gave me some information. I'm going to tell it at church tonight. Maybe be touring a live tune like, why couldn't you just tell us the information
3: like, so, so you have, we have to live stream the information It's uh,
2: privileged he's got to do.
3: build it up like Trump's Sup- Supreme Court nominee big <laughs> <Favorite laughs> reveal show I don't want to blow it yet everyone tune in it's going to be yeah. huge <laughs> but if it's so trust important. me it's like trust a me. show of the last
2: two years
3: but it's if so it, great it's going to be the best but Jesus it, loves me if it's so
1: important why wouldn't he just tell everybody why do we have to tune in like what if he was going to say the world's going to end tomorrow or something? like why
3: would he we have like, to tune yeah, in. You Live we want a
4: little more time. Like, give yeah, us as much time as possible. So, well, uh, but,
3: and, but to his credit, I will say this: it's not like being, you know, a Christian's new to him. He didn't just like. To, I mean, he's he's yeah. been pretty open about his faith, you know, for a long time. Yeah,
1: I know. So I, I, I can just, respect that. I know. I wish he would have just told us there.
3: You just wanted to know the big reveal without having to tune it in later. Of course,
1: yeah. So then, uh, so by the way, at the after party, what the- was it? Because if it's Jesus is coming back, <laughs> I hate to tell you that's old news. <laughs> so, <laughs> I think I want to hear that he's uh, not fighting anymore. No, no, I'm kid- no, 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 I'm kidding. I love you, uh, Bob. I'll, I'll watch any fight he does. Okay, so, so by the way, so at the after I party,
3: taking on Satan. After- <laughs> <laughs> this week, <laughs> this corner.
1: so at the after party right uh, Mike Goldberg's there right oh okay so Goldberg's there and and so me Goldberg Luke Barnato I haven't seen in a while a bunch of all the fighters Vince is drunk out of his fucking ass Uh, (laughs) no yeah so then (laughs) so Goldberg comes over and like an idiot like me I'm like hey you're doing a great job at Bellator and he's like Thanks, man. And I can tell he's like not really has no idea who you are, or or even care. Right. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, uh, hey, man, you need a, you need a, a new catchphrase. You know, in like the UFC, you were like virtually identity, uh, virtual identical, virtually identical, virtually or identical. it's all over. Like I was naming his catchphrases, and he's like, all right, what's your new one? You know, and I could tell he was like thinking I was fucking with him, which I wasn't. Yeah. I just I thought he really should come up with some stuff for Bellator. Right, like, right, You think it's all over? You think UFC? You think virtual? Here we go. Virtually go, identical. UFC. Here we go. Yeah, right.
3: Yeah. So maybe now. It's just like second tier level competition. <laughs> <laughs> That's what, what, what <laughs> Almost as good. Well, <laughs> Welcome to the B League. Because it's Friday, not Saturday. <laughs> Did these guys even train?
5: <laughs>
3: oh, is Why later. is this guy 60? <laughs> <You know? laughs> Welcome to the Development Channel. <laughs> He's in two the wrong weight class. (laughs) (laughs) Fedor is still fighting. Yeah, so so he got annoyed. She's been in MMA for six months (laughs) ever since she met someone at Dunkin' Donuts. (laughs) She has no grappling background. She has no ground game. But she's hot. But she looks pretty
1: good in those tiny shorts. Yeah, so that's basically what Luke Barnett was saying, I should say cuz he was like because just talk shit about Yeah, Bellator. because
3: he was he was laughing his ass off. I actually love Bellator. No disrespect. I'm just fucking around, I, but I love Bellator. But uh, but but Goldberg walked
1: away from me annoyed. Yeah. I think I and then like Barnett was just giving me like like do these guys even train? Like he was saying that. That was pretty funny. So then uh and then What's the name was telling me hilarious stories, Uh, Mike Pyle, who's so funny, was talking about how he's, you know, he he works at the gym and and he's been a a head grappling coach at Extreme Couture and he was rolling with some guy and he looks over and some guy comes to the front desk and starts saying like, these moves don't work. Jujitsu don't work, and he's like, I know, I know stuff, and he starts doing like the like the um the animal
3: stances, yeah. like the fucking oh, yeah. like the tiger, Panther, tiger whatever. yeah, 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 so and he's crane, yeah, up and he's crane, <laughs> crane breaks out the crane. <laughs> <laughs> if you do right, no can defend. Do you
1: have that? I know you uh, run a
3: gym. Do,
1: uh, I haven't really run into it as much.
4: I'm surprised there's still people out there that like. <laughs> It's on TV every week, man. You can see this stuff working. Like <laughs> yeah. who are these people that are like, ah, jujitsu doesn't work?
3: Well, I uh, saw, I saw a I saw, kind of great neutralizer.
1: Yeah. Well, I saw a krav maga thing on it, my Instagram where the guys like, you yeah, try getting me in, in your in your your uh, leg lock while I. Poke you in the eye.
3: That's I what like, I was gonna think. I was gonna think, yeah, they'll blind you. <laughs>
1: but at the same time, like both are gonna. work either or. Yeah, but like if we're playing for keeps like
4: that, then I'm not gonna be going for leg locks on you. <laughs> yeah. You're poking yeah. me in the eyes. I'm biting your face and grabbing <laughs> your nuts. Like
3: yeah, yeah, yeah you exactly. know, I'm not going
4: like oh, let me try this. It's dirty book. pool time. Yeah, yeah, dirty pool. Yeah, you're gonna play dirty pool.
3: Is that What's dirty pool? I means you're going to hit him with a cue Q-stick. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Where'd you grow up? Green Acres? Jesus.
1: Dirty pool?
3: Yeah, this guy's playing dirty pool.
1: Meanwhile, uh, Gotti yeah. used to have a great time.
3: I feel like in his mind, he's like, what does that mean? You pissed in the pool? Like, you're, <laughs> it's that, was the, that, the pool. that was
1: the worst, the camp when you go all of a sudden everyone's like, out of the pool and there's a big fucking oh. log of shit. Dude, can around.
3: I tell you something? <laughs> I was staying at the South Point Casino, which I love the Why? South Point. I love doing the show down there. It's, yeah. it's, 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 it's fine. Okay, but here's... The, I went to the pool... And it was all... Children!
1: Oh God!
2: And I,
3: nope. I couldn't even get in the pool because nope. I'm like, that is a giant vat of piss. Yeah, yeah. I'm not yeah. just gonna go dip in the piss. Like There's I didn't even get in the water. It fucking! I hated it.
2: There's not enough chlorine in the world. There isn't.
3: No, <laughs> no I mean it was packed with Dude, children. Nothing was worse. When at summer
1: camp, they'd be like, everyone in the pool, like everyone out. And there'd be a fucking huge log of shit. And then they, and, and then you're they had like to,
3: you're sitting there like ergo like that I do that?
1: No, I was not sitting there like ergo doing that at I'm all.
3: Sure, it wasn't your log. No, no I would, I would no, I never,
1: I. Never took like a shit in the pool ever, or in any fucking ocean or anything.
3: Take a shit in the but ocean. But you pissed in the ocean.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I pissed in the ocean. You take a shit in the ocean. Yeah, no, I never shit in, shit in the ocean. ocean. Oh, I pissed dude. in the ocean many times. All how, the time. I how, grew how, up up sh- how often you How sh- often you? Oh, well, that's different. You're surfing. out there on your the board ocean, forever. That's what about weird. your wetsuit? Is not it going back into your no, wetsuit? You
3: just blip. Yeah. But do you don't wipe. The ocean sure. wipes you. That's gross. Clean, man. No, it is. It's totally fine.
1: Really? It's nature, yeah, bro. Salt water, it
3: cauterizes the wound.
1: I've never shit, I never <laughs> surfed. I've
3: never in
2: the ocean. <laughs> I've never,
1: never even at there a, a song like that? You shit. know what's so, funny? Okay, what's so different shit about by Shit by the
3: ocean. Wasn't that a Yeah, movie? that's yeah. right. Shit yeah. by the ocean. That's right. Yeah. Mean. <laughs> on. Uh, you know what's funny? I. It's so. Uh, this weekend, I was at the beach and I realized you can tell when someone's pissing in the water because they're not trying to. Right. They're completely still, <laughs> making no eye contact, and not actually actively <laughs> enjoying the ocean. Just they're just going Up Exactly just, like, she exactly, just like frozen. and uh, and it's like, and I once I realized that, I was looking at I was like, okay, that guy's pissing, okay, she's pissing, like, you realize spot everybody's the out there fucking spot the pisser. Yeah. yeah. Well, if you're drinking on the beach, listen, are you going to walk all the way to the pier? Fuck now.
4: The one that shouldn't is the one that whose head is
3: barely above water. <laughs>
2: Plus, you really trust those beach bathrooms. No. They're so That's what disgusting. I'm oh. I'd rather
4: shit in the
3: ocean Absolutely. than, than walking into that
4: bathroom. I will uh, hold
3: it all the way no home. Way. I will leave the beach early to See. shit. <laughs> Really? I'll be like, yeah, no, beach day's over. Time, to Go home, babe. We're leaving. <laughs> Sorry. And she knows what that means. I got a shit. It's over. Game's mm-hmm. over.
1: <laughs> All right. Let's talk about some the of the game's fights. game's been called due to shit. Let's talk about some of the fights that happened over the weekend. Yes. Good fights. Bad uh, fights. You went to the Ultimate Fighter finale and the
2: thing? I didn't
4: both? go to the Ultimate Fighter finale. We watched it uh, in our hotel room on our phone.
1: Okay. Which was fun.
4: No, now,
2: that's how Adam hours. and I watch fights. Yeah. On his phone
3: in the car. Oh, yeah. I never <laughs> think.
1: Yeah, I didn't take you to that last fight with uh, Khabib. You, you, and, just,
3: you, have to, you can't let me have that one. Yeah,
1: no, of course not. I, I, don't do, I don't do anything for you. All right. So anyway, let's talk about the finale. I was shocked. I, I thought Tavares was going to beat Israel, uh, yeah. and Israel looked amazing. He I looked thought really good. I thought Tavares was going to do more of a, of a, a, a wrestling game. And did, did, did you just, well, I think uh, he
4: tried. He, I mean, he shot a couple takedowns. He had, he had a body lock a couple times, and and Adesanya just. He's fucking
1: good, man. Yeah, I, but I didn't think he was that good based on his last fight. I think he ran into a tough Italian that like yeah. you can't knock out. Exactly. The last fight, you exactly. know. Exactly. Uh, he's also a, lo- a great
4: kickboxer. Yeah. So it was, you know, both of their games back and forth.
2: A lot of people were, you know, saying going into it, and I tweeted this, and a lot of people agreed. Everybody thought Tavares was too huge of a step for Adesanya. I'm like, you know, you'll never know the kid's potential until he gets in there with somebody tough and durable. The craziest part about the whole thing was how long has Brad Tavares been in the UFC and never main evented a card?
1: Well, also, I think that people were so quick to comparing him to Jon Jones, his last fight, so the hype got so big and everyone's like, oh shit, and then when he didn't really... Perform, they're like, right. oh, okay. And then people got mad that like they were lied to. Right. But I'm telling you, this kid's legit. Uh, Roxanne Modafari, I think the biggest comeback in the history of sports is Roxanne Modafari's career. Career okay. resurgence. She went yeah. like 0-6 yeah. for the Ultimate Fighter. Teamed up with John Wood and Pyle and uh, the people was over at first Syndicate. First in UFC. And murdered Honchak, who they were saying was the favorite to win that whole Ultimate Fighter. Uh, I remember Ian Harris was telling me how great Hon- – Oh, Honchak's going to steamroll everybody. But Roxanne and Guns, she, her muscles got so she's much been working, bigger.
4: She's been working really, really, really hard in the gym. Really hard. Like, doing a lot of wrestling, a lot of jujitsu. I mean, she's a brown belt in jujitsu, and She's and taking you can a see fat it.
3: banners? You can see
4: it. No, no, that's
1: not Roxanne. That's, uh... I
3: know. <laughs> she could take a lesson, take some fat banners. That's uh, the way that goes.
1: But yeah, Roxanne Modifari looked great. Uh, I'll tell you what a good fight was, the Ostevich fight, Rachel Ostevich versus Montana. And uh, even fight. though she lost, it was a good fight. Rachel's hottie. Um, she is. Yeah. She yeah, yeah. is. So, uh, but, yeah, but, uh, and she's that, good. She's tough, man. You know, it was a, it was a tough fight. And then uh, fight t- ty- Tyler Diamond lost. I, I didn't see that
3: happening. I actually didn't see that fight.
1: I thought so. Tyler was uh, going to win. Uh, but the thing was is that, Greg, how are you, buddy?
3: Good, I'm trying to find the results. Oh, thanks. So we go through, because I did watch these fights, but I don't always remember them by the names, you know? Like, I got to look at the face and be like, oh, yeah, that guy, that guy. You oh, know? Yeah, yeah, Especially the Friday night fights, the tough finale, because I did watch those fights in my hotel room. And so, when like, you bring up the names, no, they were, you know, <laughs> but you bring up the names, I'm like, oh, which one was which? So I'm trying to find the results. That's I'll, tell you,
1: I'll tell you, though, I kind of felt bad because Tyler's mom came to my show. And I don't think she knew, knew the kind of comedy I was doing, like like. So I was like, I was doing well. It was Saturday night. It was great. I was having fun. And like, oh, Mrs. Diamond's here. Tyler Diamond's mom. Congrats, your son's in the UFC. Like, wait till he wins. I was just talking yeah, yeah. to people. Were like, ooh. I'm like, oh god. I hope that she didn't take that personal. So if she did, Mrs. Diamond, I, I, I apologize. Uh, I'm a big fan of your son. Now let's talk about the UFC 226 because that one. So many fights to talk about on that. First of all, yes. let's, talk, let's go right to the main event. I can't believe Cormier knocked out Steve Amos. Oh
3: okay. man, I can't either. Do you? Okay, first of all, okay. I mean, let's be honest. Cormier was fat as fuck, right? Yeah. Like I mean, yeah, I but saw. He's always the, been fat as fuck. No, 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 he no, no. He's always been. He's always, been, he's he's always had a layer of chub. But I felt like he felt like he knew cuz he was moving up to heavyweight. He put on 40 he pounds really he used put, to be a heavyweight. And it wasn't 40 pounds of, of, of muscle. It no, was fat. He went from 205 to 245. Yeah, he put he on used 40 to
5: pounds to be a
4: heavyweight. So yes. he usually walks around at like 235.
2: He's never been that big at heavyweight, no, though. He, he was 245 weighing in. he
4: only really put on 10 pounds.
2: Of fat. But he weighed in heavier than Stipe. It worked out
4: okay. <laughs> 10 pounds of fat knocked the, the fuck out of Stipe. Totally, exactly. Man. Apparently,
3: it's fine. But I was watching it the way it's going, oh, this guy's going to get slaughtered. Seriously. He, like, he, he looked like Oprah. <laughs> I, I mean, but
1: but i tell you, though. A couple things it's about this DC, fight. Man. A couple of things. Number one, I was picking I thought Steve A was gonna pick him apart. I thought yep. I didn't think it was gonna be close and I am complete, I was completely wrong. However, those eye pokes did factor into the fight. Okay. The eye pokes he hit Steve A with like two eye pokes and and I think it did I don't know. I would like to see a rematch. See, DC learning from oh, John see Jones. A man. I know He's people. Learning. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, because now all of a sudden they fucking put Brock Lesnar in there, and everyone's like all excited. And and I let me talk for a second. Le, uh, Brock Lesnar does not deserve a title shot. No. He has not fought. He fought one time in the last six years. I mean, his last big win before Carwin, okay, which he was getting murdered in the first round. They almost stopped it. Was it UFC 100 against Frank Mir?
2: 116 was Carwin.
1: I know. The his last time he looked really good oh, yeah. was UFC 100. Yeah. That was 126 UFCs ago. <laughs> <laughs> this was Which the last time. Which like three months now. But. This, yeah, 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 exactly. yeah, yeah. this was the last time he looked good. Was 126 UFCs ago. Yeah. Think about that for a second. Okay. Now, yeah, he beat Carwin, but that he was getting murked by Carwin. He won in the second round, and then he got shellacked by Kane, and he got murdered by Overeem. And then he did look good against Mark Hunt, against a guy when he was got popped for roids, fucking, and he got I think popped for roids again before that. Yeah. And he doesn't deserve it. Now, where is he going to beat Daniel Cormier? Nowhere. I mean, could you pick up one place he has the advantage other than height? Size.
2: Size. If he, he if he gets the he takedown. Doing? He would lay on him. Yes, he, saying, exactly right. that, that would be it. Not you're even, talking not, to the biggest Brock Lesnar fan in the world, but I even disagree with this fight. He's a two-time now champion, yes. But, but Cormier's a two-time Olympian. Yeah.
1: Okay, there's, a, there's, a, big, the same, there's a big difference. And listen. He didn't
2: look like a two-time Olympian. No, no. <laughs> but 245 versus 295 on fight night. The only
1: way he has an advantage is if he goes up against guys where he has the advantage in wrestling. He's not going to have that against Daniel Cormier. He doesn't have his striking is awful. It's rudimentary. Okay. He gets hit once, he covers up. I, I understand. Which, Which is weird. DC's is not going to
4: let off. DC's not going to sit back and try to jab and, him. Like, he's going to go in there and. And
1: people are like, well, he that. deserves a, payway, a payday. A payday. A payday. Well, since what are we fucking so concerned about millionaires deserving paydays? A payday like, and a like, title shot are like two deserve I deserve, I deserve some fucking my payday. I'm only going to pay $100 for this fucking event. <laughs> <laughs> I need the money a lot more than DC
3: does. Yeah. Uh, what are we talking? Everyone's like, well, he deserves. What, what are these? Stuff? Are these charity cases? Like, well, what- No, but you, what, I think what they're saying is the superstar payday. You know, because can you think True. of I He mean, does. Well, I mean, but he got one versus John Jones. I mean, that was kind of a superstar payday. Yeah, no, he's not. He's also like, that's the UFC's fucking problem. That's not our problem. I, I, and I, and I,
1: why are all, we're looking out for the, well, give me a break. Look, he's, the, a, he's a commentator. Okay. He's a sponsored athlete. He's,
2: he's a wrestling coach he's, he's
1: to a, kids. A, a wrestling coach. I'm saying he makes a lot of fucking money. Yeah. Uh, people shouldn't say, well, well, we want him to get a payday. And now people are saying, well, Bay needs some time off. He took two punches. It, it, granted, there were two fucking great punches, but he didn't get like. <laughs> this is not like, uh, you know, uh, Junior Dos Santos versus Kane 2 or 3, where the guy took 7,000 fucking punches, where you're like, give this guy some time off. Or any Diego Sanchez fight. I'm talking about they got cracked once, got cracked twice, he didn't know where he was, fight was stopped, great. But it wasn't a fucking murderous beatdown right. where you're like, he needs to sit on the shelf for a year. Right. Like, what are we. The
2: guy has a day job. He's yeah. a fucking – I mean, what are we talking about here? I think Stipe can make his own decision on that one. Not that the UFC would agree. And I'm, like I said, the biggest Brock Lesnar fan you'll ever meet. But it should be an immediate rematch, number one. And number two, Stipe, I don't think he's going to face a six-month suspension from for medical. I don't think it's going to happen. Have your kid. Take your time with your family. Train. Come yeah, the wife already had a kid. Dude, I she had the kid already? Yeah. Oh, okay. so think. I think. He's, maybe not. I think she's due like any day or whatever. But – do it on your terms. The fact that Brock is getting a title shot and he can't even fight till January 8th. Like you could fit another title shot in there, but I think what the UFC wants, which I also don't agree with, is they think DC Brock is bigger than Stepe Brock. Well,
1: I don't care, okay? No, I know. I mean, first of all, I put on my Instagram, Stipe deserves a, a rematch. You know who put a fucking who wrote, "Yes, boom." Stipe's wife. Wrote yes, boom. Okay, so obviously she agrees. I think he she's does. a little closer oh, to Stipe yeah. He does well, 100. No,
3: Stevie definitely deserves. Well, she's the one I'm saying, of course she wants it. And I, I think so I'm saying I think he would want to turn right around and get right back in that ring. Oh, he does. But, I, I, think, I, don't he I don't think he'd, I don't think he'd want to but, wait even six months. I think he'd do it three months from now. He'd do it tomorrow. The, the yeah. fact
4: of the matter is, the UFC is owned by WMG, which right. is an ent- entertainment group. Yeah. They want Brock. Yeah, but they're gonna lose they more. Brock they're to gonna fight. lose
1: more fans in the long run if they do this shit. Okay. True. It's the True same thing but they with, don't know that. Yeah, they are They, they not. Know, MMA it's people. A, it's the same thing what? with. Same thing with <laughs> yeah, CM Punk. I know, but the re- there's a reason it, why exactly UFC 225 was the lowest it's ever been in a long time because because they're pulling shit with like CM Punk. They're giving people title shots. They, they, they get. It's like okay, the Lakers and the Cavs would do a lot better than the fucking Spurs and the, the Celtics. Okay. But if they don't make the if they don't deserve to be there, we're not putting them on the fucking in the finals. Okay? And that's what we're doing now. We're just going, "Oh, well, people are going to watch it." Not fucking regular people are going to the the hardcore base and the fan
3: fans yeah, we're going to tune in, but, but yeah, we're, we're going to fucking
1: get mad about it, okay?
3: Well, and, you know, and that's the thing. is, What's happening to UFC is kind of like what's happening with Star Wars. Like, they got bought by a larger conglomerate, and they're just milking the fuck out of it. Yeah. And what they've done is water down their own product to the point where the real fans are getting tired of it. They're not just going to show up for everything that has their name on it anymore. Well, they're not going to yeah. show up for a guy. For, what's going to happen is, okay, they're going to make Brock versus
1: fucking Cormier, it's just that. and everyone's going to be like... Rah, and then Brock's going to get murdered in 18 seconds. Yeah. And everyone's going to be like, this is so fucking Here's, dumb. Why brought, are they doing this? this is, the same thing happened with CM Punk two Part 2.
4: In it, my opinion, what they want to happen is DC Brock and have DC lose so Brock can then fight John Jones out of nowhere. Because that's the fight that everybody wants to see. Great, but is Brock, Brock is like John 50 Jones.
1: years old. His body has been through fucking more steroids than a fucking clinic. Okay, And, and, and it's it, what are we doing
2: here? What I think that's doing? the thing. They want to capitalize on the Brock thing before it's too late. They I mean, go all
3: they have, out. make It is
2: too late. It's too, right.
3: It is too, the man, he's failed multiple tests, then went to an entirely different entertainment venue and did, you know, that, whatever that is, okay, because <laughs> let me tell you something, if they don't report it on SportsCenter, it's hard for me to take you through it, okay? Okay. <laughs> Uh, and that's like at one time they did report on Sports Center. I was like, is this fantasyland right now? What are they are they, yeah, they, they really.
2: did was on SportsCenter yeah, to it join was in so WWE. Weird. They
3: did so we're here from SummerSlam. I'm like, that isn't sports. That's a TV show, okay? It's literally called World Wrestling Entertainment. Entertainment. So, yeah. So and now he's just gonna come back. And first of all, there's no way he's gonna be clean coming back. This thing the whole concept is fantasyland.
1: Yeah, and the thing is also like like, I'm not one to be like, okay, I don't know. I, if Brock comes back, it's the, it's the fucking white privilege to – because if you're, if you're going to say, John Jones, fuck <laughs> him, you know, he's a steroid cheat, blah, 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 he let me down, and then say, hey, Brock, it's cool, then there's something fucking wrong here because you can't go one without the other. If they're both cheaters, they're both cheaters, they're both bad for the sport – both of them yeah, but I feel mad. like
3: John Jones bit the hand that fed him a little bit more than. Why is Brock Could any I... fucking different? I also
1: don't feel like
4: people view Brock Lesnar as like a UFC fighter. Why is Brock different? He's just like. Why is, this is it any different
1: than John
3: Jones? They're both taking thing. fucking roids. Well, didn't John? Wasn't it... Did John Jones more vocally disparaging about the UFC than because Brock Lesnar doesn't really make public statements? Well, Brock
1: didn't hit a pregnant chick and take off and all that. And then didn't get popped for cocaine. Okay, so. Well, listen, that's
3: just living your life right there. <laughs> I mean, but I do think that if you're
1: going to say one guy's a cheat, the other guy's a cheat too.
3: Well, but I'm saying there's more bad press on the one side than the other. Brock Lesnar, he cheated, but then the other, there's not that other, other stuff yeah. with his personal life. He's married with the kids and everything. His personal life's a lot cleaner, is what I'm saying. The ancillary stuff, there's a lot less on Brock's side than on John Jones.
2: But, it, but, but yeah, but it just seems like. And I think people have accepted the fact that Brock's been on roids for the last like two decades. Why is that okay? Much. I'm not saying it is. Because I'm in wrestling, saying, it's in WWH, encouraged. There's yeah. guys they don't test. In wrestling, and they don't they care. They do
3: you to a guy that has to be like, I mean, listen, you need to see my steroids guy. He's the best. You're going to look so great at fucking Monday Night Raw. Okay? They just, I mean, that Because you went
0: into a little Trump.
5: Trump.
3: That's it. Know a little Trump the, I I doing my Trump. He's you the best. See my guy. He's so the best. Great. Everybody's saying it. <laughs> Number <laughs> one steroid guy in the world. When Brock says things like, I'm a Jack
1: white boy, deal with it. And then he gets popped for fucking roids. It's like, what are we doing here?
2: What Maybe he thinks that oh, I'm coming from WWE. They're not going to test me in UFC because they haven't tested me in fucking 15 years. And I, I don't know. It just doesn't seem fair. It doesn't listen, seem fair. It's that not But it's about it's money way. now. It's not about fights anymore. I know. Right. And, but I tell you so what's going to happen. If Bellator was
1: smart, they would they would fucking they would capitalize on this.
2: I think they are. They, no, but they
1: would say, listen, in our, gener- in our federation or in our, our, our league. The, the number one guy gets the shot, or just somebody. There's got to be a company that's going to say, "Listen, they run if the UFC is going to do this, then we're going to actually be the uh, the company that act, even like with PFL. Hey, the number one guy We don't care if he speaks no English. We don't care if he's this. We don't care if the, if you're the number one guy, you get the shot. Because, it's about talent.
3: Yeah, we got Yeah, doing- but they're scrapping for ratings. So that's why you have like yeah, but, these ancient but, names but,
2: but I don't, that yeah. they go ahead and recycle. But at the recycle. same time, Bellator puts on incredible fights. The fight night a couple weeks ago out of Pechanga. Yeah, but they put on some nonsense too. They do put on some nonsense, <laughs> but it's like they're known for that. It's not like all of a sudden somebody buys you know Bellator and then it turns into a shit show like in all like more often than not they put on the better shows because they deal with rankings and if they don't deal with rankings I, I, they're going I, I to they put on the better now, shows I hate to and say and i love it. the tournaments that
1: don't put on the better shows this show was stacked ufc 266 was stacked before holloway got hurt oh, and before was, yeah. yancy yeah, got it hurt it was stacked it, it was
2: better than anything but look Bell- what it turned into okay it was
1: anything well it turned into that because they brought in Brock Lesnar at the end and people were just like what am I and then he pushes
2: them yeah but that was after one of the best
4: the best cards that the UFC no I know but they they, they
2: don't don't put on better shows sometimes I think they do you know and and they're starting to get mo- better ratings. They're starting to get yeah, more. Yeah, but then viewers. they don't have their. Yeah, but I and would they're a lot of the UFC guys. They sometimes
1: do. they do, but then they have their guys that don't fight anybody. They put MVP versus. Well, like, we well now they have the USC had a
3: fight where nobody fought anybody in the in the second on the co-headlining match this Saturday. Are we even acknowledging that, that travesty okay. well, of a fucking? Ingano, that was like well, yeah, disaster.
4: Yeah, because Ngano didn't feel like throwing a punch at the man with a broken back.
1: Is that what happened? He had a fucking broken back. Who did? Who did? Derek, Derek Lewis. Lewis.
4: He but went he in won. there to get a exactly. He won
2: because he had Bate to, wait, hold to up. somebody. Wait,
1: hold up, hold up, Tyler. Talk to me because okay. that was the one fight I actually I was on stage doing telling so jokes. So
4: Derek Lewis basically went in there to get a paycheck, knowing I'm gonna get knocked out. My back is messed up. I can't fight, but I'm gonna fight. Okay. And fucking Ngannou, <laughs> wouldn't throw a. He did threw he, seventeen wait, think, punches. Wait, you think he
1: knew that? No, but still throw a punch, dude. No, but when you said, but no, no, he, no, but, no, but you said, no, but no, but you, what you said and originally was he didn't want to hurt a guy with a broken back. No, no. no. Oh, okay. I said
4: he wouldn't, he would, didn't fight a guy
3: with a broken like the dude had a broken back. Fucking I, I don't know. Knock don't, no. him out. I he don't know.
4: Like, if you, he wasn't moving. So you're
3: saying he just, he just wouldn't hit. Like, he let him win, is
4: what you're saying? No, I'm just saying he wouldn't engage. Like, Ngannou wouldn't. Yeah, engage. Yeah. Why do you think Something that happened? happened what in do you think th- la- Stepe Stepe Miocic happened? Here, here's here's
1: here's what I think.
3: Like Ngannou, so you think Stepe knocking him out changed his mindset. He never knocked so bad, him out. Knocked it, he, didn't him he not so beat him Like beat him so bad that he was just afraid to get hit. That's what he said. On he that, was that's actually to what he engage. said. As he said in his Instagram,
1: actually, he said he goes, "I'm sorry, I was carrying." Last fight over to this fight.
3: Well, Joe Rogan was talking about during the fight. He said, "What he needs right now is a sports psychologist." Yeah, that's yeah. what Joe. Yeah. and I give it to Joe because Joe wasn't sitting there going, "Going, you know what, guys, this is a tactical deal." Joe was like, "This is the weirdest, worst fight I've ever seen." Dude, he like didn't he want was to going off on how bad it was, and I got to give Joe Rogan credit for that because a lot of guys would have been afraid, like, "Oh, management's going to be mad at me <laughs> if I don't somehow prop this fight up." But he was like, "This is the worst heavyweight fight I've ever seen. This guy needs a fucking sports." Psychologist, what the fuck is happening right now? And I got to give Joe Rogan a lot of credit for that yeah. because he was saying exactly what everyone was thinking, yeah. which is what the fuck is happening. Well, that's, I
4: mean, that's what I said after the first round was like, dude, Stipe did something to his mind that, you know, here's what he I think happened. He didn't want to go yeah, after. Yeah, he had his head, palms up. just just
3: like, the uh, whole uh,
4: But then the, the, the whole problem time. is that now he's fighting a guy who's injured who also can't go and fight. So now the dude's, One of them's scared to fight. The other one physically can't. Yeah. And it's like... I mean Engano you, I mean, you know what it situation. looked like? You know
3: what it looked like? You didn't get to see it. Uh, here, it you know, look, you know in, in drama class when they would have that mirror exercise where you would move your hand and the other guy would have to that's what it fucking looked like. For three rounds, what right, one guy would move this guy, the other guy I mean, it was it's like, what are they is this the mirror exercise?
2: Well Dana even said that Engano's ego was so big that he just had this huge chip on his shoulder and then just kind of took a shit. And Dana, Dana's furious yeah. with Francis and Gano. Listen,
1: I'm, I'm not ready to write off Ngannou yet, okay? No. I'm not, honestly. Oh, no. No, 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 his, his, no. His rise up. I'm talking about a guy who... Beat, I'll write him off. This is the guy who beat... <laughs> <laughs> this is the guy who beat Curtis Blades who knocked over, him, Blades, knocked, knocked over him into next week. I, I mean, he's Curtis. got right. some good wins. It's there.
4: There's just something going on. Well, he I needs think, to get that.
1: I think the problem also is that they're putting him in. He started off at Extreme Couture, where he's the biggest guy. Then he goes to John Woods, where I think, I, I don't know who he's training with. Like, I think he needs to be at an AKA with guys like Kane Velasquez, oh, yeah, with obviously. Daniel Cormier, with wrestlers that were going to beat him up. Because obviously wrestling is his weak point. Well, now I guess striking is too, but... But if he hits you,
3: you're going down. Mm-hmm. But I think he needs to be with big guys. Mm-hmm. I, I, wonder, I wonder if this is affecting his daily life. Like, he just avoids confrontation <laughs> everywhere he goes. Like, he tries <laughs> to renew his license. And the DMV is like, you're going to have to wait in that line. Oh, yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> McDonald's forgets sorry. his French oh, fries. I'll tell you, the look at yeah. his face at the MMA Awards,
1: when Michael Blackson was up there, doing. you know, his, his African accent, mm-hmm. his eyes like, holy fuck. Like, he couldn't believe that, like, Blackson was a funny comedian from Africa. Africa cuz he's Africa. Yeah, yeah. He's like, "Holy shit, like they look at his face <laughs> I'm like, where the hell he come from?" Like it was, it was like one of the greatest things
3: ever. You and I uh, and I <laughs> 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 oh come on! That's them shooting spear, shooting darts. I uh, that, got it. Thank, yeah. th- thank yeah. you, Greg Wilson, for making <laughs> that, that joke. Up. Okay, so so uh, it's but, an African reference. <laughs> no, I think he would laugh.
1: He when he, when he when he came to my show, I was like, "Look at you! Here you are! You know, you, you came here to America to drive an Uber, and now..." Like, <laughs> and he was dying laughing. He I was come like, to America, but I, I think he'll be back. I, I think so too. I,
4: I just I can't so stand too. all the people that. You're gonna bring on. them no
3: darts next time. I
4: will <laughs> tell you what though. I had a black beast. DC parlay. Ooh. That paid off very nice. What, how, oh, how, what did, wow. how much you get? Uh, it was like a $30 bet to win 270 something like that. Uh, I actually had yeah, a. Yeah,
1: because really those were both I long one. shots. Yeah. They I, were both underdogs. Yeah. I had a six Good fight parlay yeah. and lost I'm five out of six. On it. I
3: was going to say, wait a minute. Because here's the <laughs> thing. Most guys who make that bet, see, he loves that that bet where you take the underdogs because it's like $30 for two, The dollars right. But it never works out for Adam. See, I but yeah, I bet on them because I
4: thought they were gonna win. I didn't take it as a as an underdog bet. Like I thought DC was gonna win, and I honestly I thought Black Beast was gonna wrestle him. Hendo he Hendo, Hendo have, tweeted out rate. actually. He
1: goes uh, he goes uh, I score that round zero to zero. Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah. It now, was so bizarre. I'll tell you who I was actually really impressed with was Mike uh, Perry. Oh I, yeah, I thought, I thought Perry was gonna. Mike lose. Perry looked
4: great. I thought Paul Felder was gonna was gonna piece him up. Honestly. Yeah. Yeah, he's, that's what I saw. I, I thought he was just going to be a little more technical, and he just he just never turned it on. And he Perry. never, and he didn't
2: have to cut. Well, he Man, and Perry looked nasty.
4: He also broke yeah. his hand,
1: broke his hand in the first, and yeah. got that also. But I think Perry at Greg, you know, it's one of those things where Perry was at a camp. I think he was the best guy in the camp. And they take him over to Greg Jackson's, which uh, him and John Jones might not be the best two guys to hang out with each other. But um, <laughs> but you see how much better he's gotten. Yeah. yeah,
2: that's what happens. You take a guy. Yeah, they're to a all ki- levels of fighters. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, so he can train with pretty well, much. Well, and he's always had
4: that, like you could always see he's had that talent. He just never put it together, or he was never disciplined enough to like stick with the game plan. Like you put a guy like that with Greg Jackson, there's.
1: Yeah. No. Absolutely. That's,
4: that's title contention pretty soon. You know.
1: Perry looked like, good. Uh, I the one guy that I had winning was uh, Drakkar, who who looked great. Dracar there you go. close. Looked amazing. He looked great. He He beat Lando. <clears throat> and he
3: smelled terrific. <laughs> and then, uh. Okay, Max, do you think he was named after the cologne? <laughs> yes, yes. I think Maybe. he was. Yeah. I was like, where Maybe. else? Because I looked up the word dracar to see if it had some other, uh, you know, etymology to it. No, and, no. and and not really. Is I it, mean, is, it's it pretty much was like, you know? is it with two Ks though? Dad was
4: just like, well, is it
3: with two Ks though? Yeah, with two Ks.
4: Dracar got you here. Dracar yeah. is what yeah, you're exactly. going to be, baby. Dad was like, Dracar
3: <laughs> works every time. <laughs>
1: I thought that Max Payne was going to beat Millinder,
2: and uh, I was oh, wrong so on that. I was so happy for Curtis, man. Yeah. Yeah. I was so happy for him. I we, thought it was a really, really good fight for him. Um, I even asked him. He was at Bellator, and I said, you know, when, when uh, Perry's opponent, when Yancey dropped out, did you want to jump in with Perry? And he goes, no, I wanted to fight Griffin because Griffin just beat Perry, and it's yeah. a faster move up. Yeah, fifteen. Smart. Well,
1: he looked great in that. I mean, yeah. and Griffin's a good fighter. Very good uh, And Fuck And then uh, also, We were
4: sitting We were sitting right behind Millender's brother Oh yeah Yeah In the very Like top top seats oh, like, his so brother, was, like his brother Or his like black his friend His blood brother oh, No his it. actual brother Wow Was screaming some crazy shit yeah,
2: he has a bright like, future. End
5: his career. Fuck him up. Yeah. It's like, Jesus. Oh, the, the nonsense, yeah. the nonsense that people say. No, that's of, like, fucking Greg Eddie. Kick him. him in the yeah. dick.
3: I know yeah, yeah, that just, too. Like, murder is. Totally. It isn't even a cheer yeah. for
1: one person. It's just for <laughs> violence. Just wants that's to right. See
3: right. No, I cheer for whoever. I don't care. I got no dog in the fight. Okay, I mean? but. I'm yelling both ways. I don't care. Yeah, but but he's Greg, like
2: mid-fight were, finger I'm bang. I'm like, well, that's true. On. Greg, Greg, were you a little upset though when the, in the guy fight? I think it was the tough twenty-seven finale. I think it was the Joe Giannetti fight when he's literally sitting on the dude's face. Oh like, yeah, dude,
3: they were really what the fuck they were, was, that? was that? was fucking, a weird Yeah, that was, that was face like, sitting pretty
2: hardcore, man.
3: Yeah, for a long time. A long that time. Was it was like for a second, like it was they was like twenty minutes. It was yeah. eight, like they didn't move. Totally, it was ATM, brother, for a long. Oh my god. Mouth for a lot, and I was like, This is not the mid fight finger bang I wanted. Uh, no. this had, was, anyway, they got it. Was I thought that too? I was like, They're really locked into this had, in a vertical 69. <laughs> this is really fucking weird, man. Have you ever done an ATM with a girl? Um, uh, no, really? You never I ate a girl's so. ass? I've eaten a girl's ass, oh. you know. <laughs> Isn't that but that ass is? to mouth, isn't that taking your dick out of her yeah, ass yeah, and putting it her. in her mouth? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. That. That's what ass to yeah, mouth yeah. literally. Oh, I thought, she, I thought
4: it it was She's getting both ends. Yeah, deal. she. Yeah, exactly. Have you, have you done that? No. no, I'm not an asshole. That's gross. I'm, not not a, a, I'm an asshole, but not that kind of. <laughs> <laughs> I,
3: I want to kiss her at some point within the next 24 hours. I, I don't want to have to take her down to the pool and have her gargle with fucking chlorine water first. <laughs>
2: Dude, I think the biggest surprise for me that night from two twenty six was Khalil Roundtree, man. Oh, oh yeah, Rokon oh, Saki's a fucking murderer. I was predicting, dude, Khalil's gonna get killed within two minutes, and holy shit! Well, I thought that Saki didn't respect Gee, MMA guys all.
1: striking at all, <laughs> at and all. also the four ounce gloves because his hand was actually—if he was wearing full kickboxing gloves—he would have actually, you know, I think maybe. I don't know. Got it looked that- like his hands were. Low but he wasn't, me. you know, you got to respect people's power. Gotta, yeah. and, and as soon as he said, you know, he said that, oh, when I watched the minute of his fight, this, there's more holes that I could fill. I'm like, oh, this guy's in trouble. Yeah. And, uh, and Khalil. Well,
4: yes. In a kickboxing fight, there is. Yeah. But you're not kickboxing. And no. that's like, that's the, the, the biggest thing is it, it's a completely different timing, distance. All of it's different.
1: Have so you ever you had a kickboxing there, fight or no?
4: Never had a kickboxing, fight. but even sparring, like, so you sparred just pure kickboxing, and it's different than sparring MMA, right? Because you like, you got to be ready for the shot. You're a little wider. Your hands might be lower to defend, like, yeah. And he just got caught, man. I, I didn't. Think, I did not see that coming. I think Saki I needs a real
2: camp to treat to teach him MMA, of not course. just striking. Like, go Where's somewhere he uh, In Europe. I it, I just looked him up. It said Golden Glory till like 2012, but they shut down. Um, that was the Amsterdam, the Holland gym that Boz and Overeem used to be at. Um, I'm not really sure, but yeah, he needs a Jackson Wink or an ATT or something like that to kind of round out his game because he's an amazing striker. But well, he could go somewhere. Like I would put him
4: somewhere with like a Henry Hooft, who's, who's yeah a kickboxer that knows the MMA game. Yeah, you know, so it's like he could. That's a transition.
2: And he has – and I think, if I'm not mistaken, Hooft has Neil Melanson doing jujitsu over there too. I think and, so, yeah. you know, Neil's, Neil's really good. Um, Adam, what did you think of Bochina knocking out Uriah Hall? I think Uriah Hall – It's his own worst enemy. It's his own worst – I've been saying that
1: forever. I, I mean, is also amazing, but I think yeah. Uriah Hall – you know, I, I want to say if when he's winning the fight, he'll uh, – is one of these guys, that if he starts off winning – He's going to win. Almost like he's like a bully. Like, But when you hit back, he doesn't like pressure. But then I'm like, that's not true because he came back against Musasi came... well, And he came, came back, back in this one. his last fight. He was coming back here. I don't know. I, I, the guy, hats off to the other guy because Uriah looked pretty good. Yeah. It wasn't like Uriah looked he bad. He, he started off a little slow. Like he
4: tagged, and that was it. Like He tagged him, and I have money on Uriah too. So I got really excited. And then, man, Costa yeah. just came he just
3: wasn't a body blow, wasn't it a on. body blow yeah, that sent him to just the ground? Turn the animal on just... Yeah, like he caught him right in the ribs and he just bloop, yeah. right over, like, nope, no more. That's it, cool, cool. And then Jamie Moyle
1: lost uh, to Whitmire. That was that was crazy. And afterwards, Emily was, was like, fuck was you. Fun. Uh, fucking Vinny uh, Mangolasso! No, you're, you're, Vinny a, you're a, a piece of sh- you're a piece of shit and go fuck yourself. I like that though. I think more people should do that. Uh, to it was, Vinny, it was yeah. hila- not to Vinny, but it was hilarious.
3: I mean, but like, have you ever seen anything? <laughs> should we like do that, that with other MMA shows? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fuck you. I think we have <laughs> done fuck that. Fuck you, before. Sam Tripoli. E. I'm kidding. I love Sam Tripoli. E. He's a very good friend of mine. I'm just kidding. Uh, go on. But maybe we should do that. We should just start, try to start shit with. Yeah, other the funniest MMA. thing was me, you, and Sam. Ever. Brian Callen, you can suck my dick, Brian Callen. I'm kidding. <laughs> Ryan I love you you're a good friend you're uh, the best number 1 everybody dude, one it is, it. We,
1: we did this porn tour the best me kid. Me, Greg Wilson, and so Sam great. Tripoli, and uh, this porn star Monique Alexander. Yeah, it was a tour that lasted one city.
3: <laughs> Chicago.
1: <laughs> and then all we did, and then at the end of the tour, it was like a, it was a. Everyone came for the porn star Monique Alexander, who, who did like three minutes of comedy and was wearing like awesome. a turtleneck. And then, at the,
3: and then I, <laughs> no, seriously, like she wanted to be interviewed like a real actress like, no, for like you know Entertainment serious. Tonight or something, and everyone wants to see her like swallow dildos or something. So the tour turned into me, Greg,
1: and Sam. Uh, Bringing girls on stage and shooting silly string in their face while they have fake orgasms.
3: Yeah, that was that was what we do. We put the silly string down our pants, and we would unzip our pants and they had to act like we were sh- they would have to get on their knees in front of us and you were and we getting would, paid and we, we were paid for this <laughs> and we would shoot them in the face with silly string and whoever like and ju- right whoever was the uh, sex thing, uh, like oh yeah that. Sh- <laughs> sh- they would win and we didn't even have a prize dude, the, <laughs> we didn't even have a prize we would just declare you winner. win
1: dude the tour started off me him and Greg doing 20 minutes at each, each show each it, it, it went down to us doing like four and a half minutes of each of comedy and i just fucking with girls in the crowd totally oh. We, we we had a, we had a lap dance competition, right? We're like, <laughs> where we would give a girl in the crowd a lap dance, and turn into for some reason I look over and the whole crowd's booing. I'm like, why are they booing? Greg is in his tidy whiteies, <laughs> taken off all my clothes, he's running around like a WWE star, going "Who wants a lap dance?" <laughs> <laughs> while rubbing his belly, and the crowd is all booing him. How? And he's drunk out of his fucking mind. I was laughing. How so... does that
3: emit booze, man? Uh, it was that, the greatest.
1: I mean, it, was a mixed a it was a mixed reaction. It was a
3: mixed reaction. It wasn't all booze. He
1: was cheering for himself.
3: You're okay, <laughs> having a good time.
1: So this week, it Bellator was wild. Friday night, Julia Budd is taking on uh, Talita Noguera. Who is this girl, Greg? I know Julia Budd, awesome person, great fighter from Canada, strong as hell. Was up for female fighter of the year, which was a little surprising because a couple of her wins were very, very uh, disputed. People, I thought maybe
2: they could have went either way. But who is Talita Noguera? Uh, she's a world jiu-jitsu champion. Um, I mean, it, it's hard because there's a lot of these, like especially the, the, the female divisions in Bellator, there's a lot of like no-name fighters. Like they pulled in Alejandra Lara for Alima McFarlane. Um, real tough jujitsu girl. She's undefeated, but she's only had one Bellator fight. It was August of last year, so she hasn't fought in a year. But she won. She did. Yeah, she's undefeated. She's seven and zero, and she beat Amanda Bell, who's who's a tough chick. Um, but I think Julia Budd holds that title until they. Brought like broaden out their. Uh, they got to bring in somebody good. Yeah, they got to bring in more girls because. One forty five. You know, yeah. Some of these weight classes. I mean, look at how the UFC's struggling with one forty five, and they have a way deeper female roster in all divisions. So it's tough, but. I think I think Julia Budd takes it.
1: All right, so Eduardo Dantas. Against Michael McDonald.
2: I fucking love this Michael fight. Michael
1: McDonald was a guy who was a virgin. Remember? He said that he when he put your eye in favor.
2: Even after all those hit songs? Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Yamo, be Yam-o. There. If I hear Yamo be there one more time I'm burning this place <laughs> to the, to the ground. fucking ground.
1: Yeah, 40-year-old virgin quote right there. Uh during this, one of his fights actually, uh, he was fighting Uriah Faber and I said he was going to try to have sex with Uriah's chin.
3: Uh, <laughs> nice. And
1: then and then he and then Uriah tweeted out, "Yeah, I'm going to wear a chastity chin strap." <laughs> <laughs> Yamo be there So uh who wins this fight? CB? Fuck. And they weren't even
2: I, don't, I don't know, man. Michael McDonald, real, real tough kid, real gritty, good on his feet. But Dontis, fuck, man. If the real Dontis shows up, he's a murderer. Like, I really don't know with this fight. I'm wondering if you know Mayday still has um, it, uh, right? Yeah, still has it and can compete with the upper echelon in Bellator, or will he be another UFC transfer that just you know, can't really reach the top.
1: Uh, Chris Honeycutt, also a really good fighter, he's on the card. Also, for some reason, they're putting Gerald Harris on the prelims, which is ridiculous. Harris took that fight on three days' notice. Yeah, he, I think he got screwed over the most out of the UFC. I mean, one loss, and they cut him. He had that. He, had, he won like six fights by slam. He's also a funny comedian and a friend of mine. I
2: liked his tweet the other day when he was like, "Me and Brock haven't won a UFC fight on this since the same day. Like, wow. they both had the same day. It was like I think." 2000, I think he said something like 2010 or something. But he better win this, though. I, you know, yeah, that- Gerald, Gerald's a tough, tough dude. Yeah. Um, the one thing I will say about Bellator, though, which I think started at the last event, they're airing the, the post-limbs now. After the main event, when they have the prelims oh, that really? are left over, they're on the app again.
1: Oh, on the great on the app. That's but at least they're airing
2: them because, okay. like, yeah, yeah, certain people had fights at, at other events that you never saw. Yeah. Um, like Carrie night, Melendez. Oh yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. She she won her fight by the way. Her next yeah. night, uh, Pitbull Patricia Patricio, uh is taking on Daniel Weichel. That's
2: a good fight. Is that the title fight? Yeah, it's for the title. Yeah. Weichel's been waiting quite some time for this fight.
1: Alessio Sakura should retire. I don't know why they keep They keep him.
2: him around so they can go to Italy and sell cars, Which is where it is. It's in Italy. But so what? I they, mean, that's, they, they that's could that's put all
1: they Pavarotti have. fucking having fights. Like <laughs> Luigi Fioravanti. <laughs> what, are, what are we doing here? Uh, UFC Fight Night. I can't wait for this one. Uh, that's this week. Uh, Junior Dos Antos versus Blagoj Ivanov.
3: <laughs> can't wait for that.
2: Who's, who's Blagoj? Blagoj? He's 16-1. Blagoj Ivanov comes from WSLF. Um, talented yeah, he's the, he's heavyweight. champ, right? Yeah, he's he was the, the WSOF Series. heavyweight champ. Um, and the only thing I will say is Junior hasn't fought since May of last year. So it's been over a year for him. We never know what's going to happen. Um, this guy's 16-1. Yeah, I still got JDS, but don't sleep on Ivanov. All right. so
3: I, I like Ivanov's picture. He looks Oh, like he, on the poster? Yeah. He, oh, dude, he's, he's so like, creepy. He's, he, the picture looks like, did I eat all the cookies? <laughs> also, <laughs> Sa-
2: Sage Northcutt taking yeah. on Zach Otto. Super
3: Sage, man. Is Zach Otto
2: any good? Um, He's had a few fights in the UFC, I think. He beat Josh Berkman in his debut Whoa, or a second good. fight. And I he'll think... be getting
3: off his shift at Applebee's early <laughs> to make the fight. So he's going to wrap up the lunch shift and then go fight Sage.
2: I, yeah, I that just... probably isn't that far off. Uh, I, right. I mean,
3: you know, I think Northcutt. Construction.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I think. I think Sage. It's not
3: against Zach. It's more about just
1: the way they. The know. one thing I like about the UFC up and MMA is that you can't do that with fighting. You could do that with like other other things, but when it comes to fighting, you you just either you can't make a star. Either he's a star or he's not. He's a fighter right. or he's not. Right. Yeah. And we learned that a little bit with Paige Van Zandt. Yeah, you can't force it. We learn that with Sage. You know, uh, as good as uh, an athlete and a karate star he is, MMA, I'm not sure, is his thing.
2: Yeah. You know? They're not, feeding him a, they're not feeding him really, really tough or higher, like a little bit higher ranked guys yet. I think they're still grooming him a little bit. So I think he wins this one, but it really depends on who they give next. And like... I don't even understand how Sage is human. I saw the picture of from his tweet mm. of, like, uh, this is my last meal before I leave for Idaho. And, like, I'm like, Doug, what the fuck are you eating that you're, like, your bicep is bigger than my torso? Yeah. It's just <laughs> fucking weird. Like, he's made in a lab or some shit. I don't know.
1: Uh, also, Rick Glenn. Those muscles are filled with Jesus. Yeah. Uh, uh, Rick yeah. Glenn versus Bermudez. Should be a good fight. Glenn's really good. Now he's a team alpha male. But Bermudez is it wasn't it, Bermudez is a stud.
4: Bermudez is always tough. He's always going to be a tough fight. Yeah. I'm, I'm like, picking Bermudez in this one. Bermudez. Yeah, I, I like Bermudez in this. I mean, he his what was his last fight? Andre Feely. Yeah.
1: Um, he yeah, it was would take to Feely, but it was close, right? Yeah,
4: yeah, it was a close fight. It was a good
1: fight. And then Rickland lost his last Feeley's, fight. Feely's great.
2: To I think Dunham. No, was it uh, uh, was it Dunham? Who did Rickland fight his last fight? I'm checking.
1: Uh, also, Randy Brown. He
4: lost to uh, Miles. Oh
2: no, you lost to Miles Jerry. Jerry yeah. He's also
1: on this card. Uh, Randy Brown, who uh, who beat our guy. The guy that beat Northcut and Michael. Oh, Mickey Gall. Mickey Gall.
2: Yeah.
3: Mickey taking oh. on Nico Price who knocked out Allen. I Island. like Mickey Gall. Uh, Nico Price
2: fuck, dude. Kid he, is so tough, hits so hard. He trains
1: an American top team. He's from Naples, which is crazy. Uh, I think I think I don't know, man. I didn't I thought that No that uh, Gall was gonna run through Brown. Brown showed be yeah, a me lot. Too. But then uh be Brown. Pretty bad. Bilal is good he's though. He's good, man. Uh, yeah, he's a grinder. Who are we looking at this one? I would say in this fight, this is a this is a pick 'em for me. But I'm gonna go with Randy Brown.
2: I got Nico Price.
1: Yeah. Uh, Mendez is back. Chad Mendez. Yes. Yep. I heard he's making a lot of money hunting. Like here, I heard he's making like a doing t-
4: guided guided hunts.
1: No, I heard he's like has, like his own TV show. Like he heard he's like sponsored. Oh he's, yeah. So I'm really it's well It's like, a, like an
4: outdoor show. I think he does guided ones too. Like I, I looked into it once. He does like elk hunts for like two grand. Go hunt. I for, love if you look at week the, with Chad Mendes. Sorry, you know.
3: sorry, if you look at the UFC <laughs> website, it says the the jury versus Mendez Right, the country. One side says United States, the other USA. Oh wow!
1: <laughs> I gotta go. I gotta differentiate.
3: One guy's from the United States, the other guy USA. I'll tell you the I fight. Who makes this? The
1: fight that I'm looking forward to, uh, the, hop, the, the, the uh, milf fight uh, between Kazingano. Guys, yeah, this and, for the and, hottest uh, milf in the UFC. Marion Renault. I don't know. They're both really hot. Although I think Rachel Ostevich may be the hottest mom in the UFC. Um, Marion's on a fucking tear. I mean, she just beat Sarah McMahon. Uh, she's been looking yeah. really good. Kazingano had lost her last two fights. But I'll tell
3: you, Kat's pictures on Instagram. <laughs> she's she's winning part. that fight. She's, yeah, she's winning she's, the social media she's battle. Definitely winning the Instagram yeah. fight.
4: Um, yeah, but her last two, two losses also, Juliana Pena and Caitlin Villara. So tough.
1: Tough and you, tough. Yeah, but, but I, beating Sarah McMahon? But she was getting dominated in the first. I don't know. She's also a, she's a, a, a gym teacher.
2: I, I got I to go for my fellow gym teacher in this one because I, I coach wrestling and I got to go for my teacher. The thing I love about this fight is I think both of them – and I can't say equal because nobody's ever really equal. But I think they're both so well-rounded that wherever the fight goes, it's going to be competitive. It's yeah. not like, you know, Renault has better jiu-jitsu and Gano has better striking. Yeah, yeah. They're both tough. They like to swing. They like to grapple. I think this is a really fun fight. And I think it's, it, I think this one's a pick em. And I don't know the odds on it, but I wouldn't be shocked if it was damn near even.
1: And then we got Darren Elkins who Woo! fucking will fight uh, oh my god dude, Darren, guy,
4: Darren Elkins would, would fight a brick wall like I said comes from behind
2: more than Anderson Cooper
1: <laughs> that, dude just, <laughs> that dude just he
2: heat. would run a gauntlet in the UFC uh, like he'd fight three in a row and just be like fuck it I don't care uh,
1: yeah. yeah but he's fighting a guy 16 and 1 these guys are tough I think he's from Another guy from uh, that part of the world,
3: Russia. The Volkanovsky. Like. Yeah, isn't he from Dagestan? It says Australia. Oh, on here. oh uh, Maybe he, he only has out one. Australia. He only has Volkanovsky one loss. Volkanovski is not an
1: Australian name. Uh, so yeah, man. Um, I got Elkins though. I can never, never, ever bet against Elkins. No, you
2: not ever again.
1: Ever, ever. No, and yeah, never and, again. And I yeah, did. I can't do it. I, 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 did, I also I did stand up with his uh, wife last week. His wife's hilarious because she got this little sweet voice and like looks like just the most kindest and talks the, the dirtiest shit you ever heard <laughs>
3: in your Nice, there it is. That's and she's fun.
1: funny. I like her too. And, and, and then she's, and she's only... she's a comedian? She just started, she took a class over at Sacramento and she's actually good. Really? And she, she just, uh, she's the only, she was Darren's high school girlfriend and, and uh, the only guy she's ever been with was Darren Elkins and then vice versa. Awesome. Like They're just like a cute couple. That's awesome. Yeah.
2: The, the last <laughs> fight I like on that card is uh, Liz Carmouche and Jennifer Maya yeah, I think that's a good, really eh? good fight. She's she dropped the Invicta title um, to move up to the UFC when she got the call up, so she technically is the the reigning Invicta flyweight champ, and it's at 125. Um, so Liz is going to cut a little bit more, yeah. but I think it's a really good fight. I think it's a good grapplers matchup for sure. I like move.
1: She's a, oh, I got to she, go she's with, she's with my, my every fight too. Too. Man. But
2: she's she gets hurt
1: sometimes. Like she got a, she got rocked by Caitlin Kukajin. Yep. Uh, and she, she gets she gets rocked sometimes. Gorilla. love it. Yeah, but
4: yeah. she's a, she's a fighter, man. She she's is a fighter. She's a Marine, so I got I gotta go with my girl. There Liz. You go, God bless. Gotta go
1: with my girl, Liz. Have you ever slept with a uh, lesbian before? No. Greg. Uh,
3: sh- I, I probably, might have turned one into one. I was a lesbian, when we slept together. Yeah. She was after. <laughs> <laughs> you turned a girl lesbian, Greg? No, I don't know. Who knows? I don't stick around for the aftermath. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, so we're calling Gerald Mearshart, uh, who is
1: killing it, by the way. Had a one, nine out of ten. Fantastic time. win. Oh, that
3: sounds right. That's right there. That's,
2: he always that's par for the twice. MMA roasted course, right yeah. there. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
3: And we always get three or four trips to the voicemail first. Yeah. And then, then he has to call him on his phone. <laughs> the fuck is going me? Yeah, dude, it's me. It's Adam Hunter. I'm calling you. Hey, dude, MMA I'm roasted. You. And he's like, yeah, okay, I'm going to call you right back. I'm going to call you back. Then we get voicemail one more time. And then they answer the phone. This is exactly true.
1: This is exactly what happened. So uh, outside of though, UFC Idaho, pumped. You are been Idaho? Yeah. Yeah.
3: Dude,
4: have you, been, been,
1: to you been to Boise? I apologize around
3: there. You have been to
4: Boise? Yeah. We shut down Boise.
3: What do you mean you shut down we Boise? We
4: shut down Boise when I was in the Marine Corps. Yeah, because we it was
3: after two in the afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's pretty easy no, they, to shut down. They Boise.
4: they Legit, like. Dude. Closed the streets off, posted <laughs> cops, there was 300 marines drunk oh, running shit. the streets oh. and trying to fight college college kids per Ooh. our CEO's instructions.
3: <laughs> he was drunk That'll keep re- them sharp.
4: He was drunk and recruiting us like, we're going to go fuck some college kids up. These guys don't know who they're talking to, blah, blah, blah. And we're like, roger that, sir. Yeah, yeah. See ya. Yeah. <laughs> Back to the hotel room. But fun times. <laughs> so that was my time in Boise. Dude, I love military girls,
3: though. Like,
1: those, I mean, some. I love my wife, but some military girls are, uh,
4: are a lot of
3: fun as well. I, uh,
2: some. You know why? Because
3: military girls understand the clock's ticking. What do you mean? You know, sort of the like way single moms have very little free available time. <laughs> exactly. Single, exactly. You know, military girls are like, listen, I've got 30 minutes listen. before anyone's yeah. going to come looking for me, yeah. so we got to hit this shit. <laughs> Did you ever hook up with a military chick? Sure, I lived in El Paso. Oh, yeah. Nice. What, what branch? Was, what was his name? Uh, Army. Army. Okay. Yeah, right. there was one gal. <laughs> I forget it. Tell, tell us what happened. Well, she was um, she was she was married. I'm like, are you married? I don't want to fuck with you. And she goes, No, me and my uh, husband have an agreement. I'm like, what's the agreement? That he's out of the country, or what is, no, what is this agreement? She, she, could, she
1: could only hook up with fours.
3: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> hey, that's right. Listen, I send them back appreciating their man. Exactly. <laughs> you know, they, I'm the mistake they need to make to realize what they've got at home. You serve
4: a, a very important <laughs> a function very in important today's society. Function. Exactly,
3: exactly. <laughs> listen, dude, I'm the reason your wife stays with you. Yeah. Okay? Because she gets a taste of this and she goes, there's nothing out there yeah. for me. <laughs> so, listen. It's definitely all worse than this. Someone's got to throw themselves on that grenade. Yeah, okay. That's good. Yeah, absolutely. I've also, military girls, I
1: just, uh, I hooked up with a couple, one actually, when I was in Korea, an Air Force girl. <laughs> yeah, So there you the-
4: go. Air Force is the way to go, man. Why is that? Air Force, they're smart, they're hot, they're not hanging out with, Jackasses all day Like the Air Force Air Force is A little step above So how See, like I You're hanging I out can't. With fucking Marines Like you don't want a girl Who's in the Marines Why? Because like Marines She's are little disgusting man-ish, Little man Yeah We're yeah. disgusting And we're perverted And we're assholes Like you don't You don't want to fuck that girl I, I used to
1: write a joke About how like I, I No I, that I girl actually, actually, fucks you actually, Exactly I actually did yeah. it over And you th- don't want that I <laughs> actually
3: did <get> it overseas <laughs> I like it Yeah maybe I like, do yeah.
1: it I, I did it overseas. I said, if, if my daughter's a seven, I'm going to send her to the mi- uh, military because she'll be a ten. Because,
3: <laughs> <laughs> like, a lot of times, a lot of times girls, like, because it's like, what? You're going to be, <laughs> be a great father, Adam.
5: Very true. You're
3: going to be a great father. You're going like, to be trying to teach her a double leg and shit. I'm going, going to. to. She's going to have uh, the worst it, dating skills. But, yeah. but isn't like, Bait him into it. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. No, no, he's
1: exactly. going to try to touch it and then he can single
4: him. Leave him
3: in single
1: Well, first of all, I'm going to, I'm gonna know what every guy is looking for in my daughters. I'm, I'm gonna
3: warn her. You realize it's the players' curse. That's why you're having a daughter. Yeah, yeah.
1: that's what happens. Oh yeah,
3: I
4: know. If I'm yeah. cursed with kids, it's it's, it's gonna, gonna be, be daughters. Be Absolutely, sure. because you're an animal. For sure. Yeah.
3: If you're a player, if you get, you know what I mean. If you take advantage of women, you get. I don't those... take advantage of women. Not Come anymore. Anyway, I never took advantage if of you, them If you're a guy who gets around It's a player's curse Not taking advantage You know what I mean yeah, right, You can be nice yeah, But it, round, but it, it doesn't never, matter But you banged a lot of women I did But pressuring them a lot of hearts. But pressuring them into sex Was never my thing. No, my no I'm not saying that
1: at all that that You don't like have to them into it no, that's what, what you, you do, do after That's what I
3: Exactly It's what you do after Love them leave them fast baby Okay And that's what I This is how you know Because you have a daughter That's what the universe does The universe is like Payback time motherfucker And now you you got to fucking force yourself to sleep because you don't want to think about what you might be doing out there. That's just the way the there are plenty sense. of guys that were players that did not have
1: daughters, though. They
3: all have daughters. They all have daughters. All players. Dan Gable I'm not ha- saying all daughters come from players, but all players have daughters. Dan Gable <laughs> has four daughters. What's that? So what, so what are you going to have? I'm probably going to have a daughter. Yeah. Sorry. I mean, you know, <laughs> unfortunately, I did a lot with the little I was given, and uh, it's probably going no, to come back No, but there are me. some guys, like with that whole Me Too thing came you know, There are some guys where you're like,
1: man... You used to see how aggressive they are with girls. Oh, yeah. You know, like, yeah. you're like I, you'd see it. They'd be like,
4: well, there's a, there's, a, there's levels. There's levels of being a piece of shit.
3: Like, you can just
4: be like a nice guy and like, oh, a, a I floater. didn't call her back. A yeah. floater. You know? You're not fucking Harvey yeah, Weinstein. Like, kind like of Harvey of Weinstein oh, he's, but he's like, not had any children. I think he's right. off his right. back. That's though. blast diarrhea. Yeah, exactly. And
3: then there's all in between. I'm talking about the levels of shit. I'm putting it on a shit level.
1: Okay, so this floater so is
3: floater. That's a nice, fluffy, yeah. decent piece of shit. What about the little ones You're still a that piece of out? shit. Like the pellets? A little bit, right? I okay, could, that's what. That's You're a like guy me. who commits small crimes. Yeah. Yeah. No, no crimes, you fuck. I'm not saying crime. You know what I mean? <laughs> crimes of <with> passion. <laughs> <laughs> Love taps. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Love taps. Minor crimes of passion. You know what I mean. What are you? When you just fucking fling a condom at him and walk out the door, that's a minor (laughs) crime. You fling a condom at people. What? Uh, I didn't say I did it. I,
1: I used to. People, I may have done. Ah, shit, I forgot to put when this. When people on. used to be Duh, like Adam. tell
3: you, like, there it is, but you have to drag it out of her pussy, you're <laughs> like, there <laughs> it is. Oh, didn't mean to leave that behind. When people okay. used to say
1: like, to me, like, Adam, what's your name? I'd be like, eight inches. Oh, wait, what? And then I'd be like, <laughs> <laughs> just Sweet.
3: <laughs> you gave yourself an extra couple inches. That's <laughs> the smart move. Really? Did you not? I don't know. Depends. <laughs> depends. I'm, I'm way depends more on of a grower. Yeah. 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 I it a grow. on what my weight cuts like. Because you know, if I'm really trim, oh I, yeah. I, I like once
1: had a girl, but like I can't believe that turned into that. Like after, you know, I'm more of a grower. Like, yeah, not a showier. Sure. Yeah, sure. It, you know, like, there you go. I feel yeah. like
4: that's a big thing with the Jews. It we're might growers <laughs> yes. we're, like, we're growers No we just hire people To grow stuff for us. <laughs> yeah. hey, they grow resentment, thing, uh, <laughs> <laughs> they re- grow resentment Make this <laughs> thing bigger here They grow
3: resentment They grow resentment Resentment and self-loathing Yeah it you gotta be about the Jews what The fuck, You're you Jewish Because yeah, I'm thinking Three out of four You're yeah. Jewish okay, you oh, like because Four, four out, Jewish. out of four A fucking
1: Jewish Marine Were you like the only one <laughs> Nah there was like another one <laughs>
3: <laughs> <Are you laughs> There was like two of us <laughs> My We had a meeting We meetings.
2: don't admit it The
4: lawyer My CEO was he converted to Judaism he was raised like Southern Baptist like uh, Catholic, Daddy, working, I dark I you, as the night and converted the, to Judaism and was all about it Judaism. like hardcore for Judaism. like a girl did he convert yeah a, his wife right, yeah, that's yeah. always
3: such a weird thing though when you go from Christianity to Judaism that's like you raised your whole life and then you're like you know what that Jesus thing, ah, I didn't buy it. The only, I, I think, don't think he I was I, the Messiah. I think he was the Messiah. I think we can get someone I better. Gonna, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm going to go wait with these guys. Yeah, but I feel
1: it's like, like really the only reason people are way. doing that.
3: <laughs> nah, but it's, but it's all for pussy, one.
1: though. People convert for pussy. Oh, yeah, okay. No, that's
3: usually what it is. For me, Every for time. love. Let's say for love.
1: Oh, yeah. Would you ever convert?
3: No. <laughs> I couldn't do it. You know what I mean? Like, you, you believe what you're raised to believe, and you can't help it sometimes. CB, what's your feeling? You either forget it or you stick right just, and, and that's the thing like i think i would be mythology. more uh, 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 i would be more apt to call it mythology and dump the whole thing yeah. before i would just say no i just i want to accept this half and not that half now. right
2: so she's not jewish but my fiance is not jewish but we even talked, and I was like, you know, I don't need you to convert. Like, it's not going to be a, a gigantic thing. It's not a big deal to me. We can raise the kids Jewish, but you don't... Now, nap. if Connor... I mean,
3: yeah, look at all your tattoos. I mean, you're Jewish by finances only. <laughs> you're financially
2: Jewish. Now, if Connor asks you to convert... No, the you... last name's Goldberg, okay? I'm, I'm <laughs> second from the top. I believe you told meanwhile, everyone it's
3: grenades. Meanwhile,
2: so. meanwhile,
1: he, like, on his Facebook page, it used to be, like, Connor... Champ, 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 gold. Champ, champ, gold. Now it's, what is it?
2: CB, the groom, gold.
1: <laughs> he went from Connor to the groom.
3: Good for you.
2: Well, I am <laughs> getting married. Yeah. <laughs> Here's
3: so. what's funny is we're sitting here with three Jewish people and one Mexican, but the Mexican, I think, looks more Jewish. Oh, yeah. When you were talking about Jews, I said four from, for four and yeah. didn't realize you're not a fucking, fucking
1: Jew. Mexican, and, and works the most in show business. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: right.
1: now, now what? Uh, now, if Connor asked you to convert, would you do it? I don't, I'm not really big into religion. But I'm saying, but if Conor McGregor was like, you could walk me to the cage. I don't need to walk, I do not need to be sitting God. in
2: the fucking fights. Like, Conor, like, are you I don't, here? I don't Conor? fucking, Conor, are you here? I don't need to be at the fucking fights for it. I
3: showed up today because I heard that my greatest fan, my closest confidant, the only man who can draw a graph of the undercarriage of my bars. Right? I heard he was a Jew. Okay. That he didn't believe in my Lord Jesus Christ. Now, do you want him to convert for you? I want him to convert. CB,
2: will you? You know convert? what? Through Jesus Christ, all things are possible. That's Amen.
3: right. There you go. That's the spirit. Get another tattoo, but make this one of Jesus. I, I, put the Lord right. Put him right above your tit.
2: Connor's bigger than Jesus. Oh, he God. said it himself. Wow.
3: Oh, wow. now you're saying words I can't repeat, Laddie. <laughs> wow. I'm not He
2: repeat said it that. in an interview. Do he you goes. Well, what would happen with a fight with you what? and Jesus? He goes, I'm bigger a than Jesus. Drug.
3: That's all I can say. I'm just Brian. quoting the man. But join because us on this sweat. side. You're my child. The You're Mexican
2: what? side. Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> join us and see your dad, Juarez.
2: I do live in the. And I will find a donkey.
1: <laughs> I think they're still trying to do Connor Nate. The next one. That's they're really trying to. Make I heard that
2: Connor Cobby, but every time somebody mentions Connor, Dana's is, Dan is like, "We're not talking to him right now. Stop asking me questions." I'm like, Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. But we got to wait till the end of July to see what the court it. case happens.
1: By the way, I I heard that, uh, you know, Stevens was totally ready to fight when Max pulled out.
2: Ortega said no. And
1: Ortega said no. Yep.
2: Good for him. He doesn't owe anybody anything. He said, I'm not a yes man.
1: No, but at the same time, Edgar
2: but put a short okay, notice fight yeah, against but him. Just,
4: just because he took an opportunity doesn't mean he now owes somebody else yeah. an opportunity. Right. You well, know, so. it's like, he said it himself. He said, I think Frankie made a mistake taking that fight. Right. You know, like, I think he made a mistake.
2: Plus the fact, we've and seen it did. countless times where a guy takes a title shot, or, or not, not a title shot, where a guy takes a fight because the title shot is now off the table because the champ's injured, they end up losing, and they go to right. back and of the line or shot, whatever. Yeah. And plus the fact, it didn't look good that the entire time Dana and everyone was like, we're going to try and get it on 227. I'm like, Max can't open his eyes or speak right now. Yeah, that
1: didn't look good we at all. We need
2: to wait. But they didn't know, so Dana, Dana was hyping. That, he? Yeah. yeah. He, they were showing they the were interview. Dana the said LA we were card, trying to yeah. push it onto the LA card. And then, like, two days later, he's like, I'm not letting Holloway fight anytime soon. He's too fucked up.
1: Oh, good. Are you going to go to the LA card? No. Hello? Hey, Gerald Mearshart. What's up? Hey, it's Adam Hunter. You're on the MA Roasted Podcast.
5: Hey, what's up, man?
1: Congrats on your recent win, man. That was amazing. That was incredible. Uh, you look great. You came back once again. How hurt were you in, in, the, in that first round?
5: Uh, it wasn't as bad as it looked, I think. But, I mean, he cracked me with some good shots. That one, uh, there was a right hand in there. I went back and watched it later. I saw part of it was because he, like, lunged him with his body. But he definitely sat me on my butt. There was a couple of hard hooks, nothing that ever, uh, you know, put me dizzy or anything, but, you know, hard enough where I was like, damn, this dude is really trying to crack me. So, and, you know, the submission attempts, he was, you know, he got, I, I didn't realize how far along he got on that rear naked choke. I never felt that much in danger, but it definitely was not, uh, wasn't a good look in that first stanza there, but I was, you know, I was all right.
1: Well, dude, it was awesome. Now, they gave you a guy 11-0, um, and, you know, it seemed like you were the, on, on Fight Pass. Do you feel like they were trying to, in some way, make a name for this guy off your back? Were you disrespected at all by that?
5: No, not really. And, you know, it's, it's kind of hard to tell because, of course, they're going to try and build up guys that are undefeated. And, you know, I get it. For most people, when they look at records, they want to see that zero or, like, a one or a two. And as far as most people are concerned, they see my record, and they're like, oh the a journeyman, and, you know, if you look at my earlier career, I've got some losses against some guys that aren't so tough, but it's one of those things where I came in at, you know, ground zero. I had no background in anything. You know, I had to work, work my way up, and I kind of took the hard way of doing it, but, you know, it just gave me another chance to prove that, you know, really my record outside of the UFC shouldn't be of any concern to anyone. They should just look at my body of work inside the company and try to go off that.
1: Well, when you're 9-1 in your last 10 fights, uh, and your first fight you ever fought was a guy against Jay Ellis, and you came back and, like, knocked him out. how good? But the first time you ever fought him, well, you uh, you lost to him. How good did that feel to kind of avenge your, your first loss?
5: Oh, it felt good. I mean, that was uh, man, that was you know, in 2007, and uh, I had seen him fight one of my teammates at the time before, and Jay Ellis is one of those guys where he's got kind of a deceiving record. He's you know, used to be one of the toughest guys you know, around for about the first three minutes or the first round, and then after that, he would literally just give up. <laughs> and yeah. i have seen uh, one of my teammates fight him, and they took him down, and he kind of just folded. So I was like, oh, okay, I'll just take him down. Well, I didn't really know how to do that. So I just ran in there with my neck sticking out. He ended up grabbing it, and uh, I decided I wasn't going to tap, and he choked me unconscious. But it, it felt nice to get that one back later in my career.
1: Yeah, it's gotta man, and you're a guy that I've been I've, I've been a fan of for a while, and I I I feel like man, this dude, this dude is tough. I remember one of your fights was where you hit the guy and, and like you kicked him in the body. Was that, was that the last fight against uh, against Spicely? Was that a body shot you you knocked him out with?
5: Yeah, yeah, I hit. That was uh, the last tough finale actually. That yeah, was in uh, December first, I believe.
1: Yeah, yeah, that was insane because that another fight where you came back from behind, right?
5: Yeah, well, in that one, I didn't really take, I mean, I didn't really take any damage. And that was one where I actually came out guns blazing. I got a little too excited in that, uh, first, first couple of minutes. I started landing my punches right away and, you know, he just kind of started balling up. And I thought maybe if I sprayed enough, the ref would call it and maybe he'd just slump over. But then he, uh, he decided he wasn't going to go out like that. He took a big swing and I went back at him and then he uh, had my back for, I don't know, three or four minutes for the rest of the round, basically, and it was just me kind of fending off, you know, the chokes and just kind of sitting in a body triangle, and then after that, that second round came, and I found my range and just was a little more disciplined and picking my shots, and I I just laid that body kick in there, and it was pretty devastating, and it was really, really nice to get a knockout victory in the UFC. Nah, dude,
1: I fell down that thing hurt so bad. I was like, holy shit. I was, uh, <laughs> I was super happy for you, man. Now, I was reading your bio... It said that you played the tuba and you wanted to be a music instructor and then you t- well, and then you went into fighting yeah. like how the fuck did that happen?
5: So I played the the alto Sax with my oh, okay. first instrument, and it was you know one of those things where I was really into well not just was, but I started getting more into blues music when I was younger and really liked playing and it was you know really the only thing I had done where I was like okay this is fun for me so I could do that and uh, I I was in college for a year and I had you know just a small partial scholarship and I, they required that I play in their jazz and wind ensemble but then I found you know a gym at the time and there was uh for, for back then quite a few tough guys training there It was uh, the Freestyle Academy in Kenosha and at the time they had Nick Aguilar, back when he was in the uh, Bodog Fight Series. Uh, Sergio Gomez from back in the day. He was in the WEC and he had some pretty tough fights. Uh, Brian Gertie, who was an ultimate fighter and fought some tough, tough guys, was there. So I tried it once and I got hooked.
1: Now, were your were your parents uh, happy or pissed when you told them you were dropping out of uh, becoming a music teacher to become a fighter?
5: Uh. They probably weren't too happy. I, I mean, I think their first initial knee-jerk reaction was, well, don't get the shit kicked out of you. But <laughs> after I started getting better and they saw how disciplined I was, they were okay with it.
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, that's got to be tough. I mean, I guess that's uh, pretty cool, though. It's really actually, you don't hear a lot of fighters that start off playing the saxophone, and then and, and now they're... Uh, by the way, I'm, I'm here with a guy named Tyler Smith, as well as Greg Wilson and CB Gold. Tyler is a, a Marine also a uh, brown belt in jiu-jitsu. You're also a BJ Brown belt, and you're a Rufus Sport kickboxing black belt. Uh, what is that? I? I, I, didn't think, I didn't know that kickboxing had belts.
5: Well, that was one of those things where, you know, traditionally kickboxing, Muay tie any of that stuff, it doesn't really have belts. Uh, I mean, back in the day when they had, like, the PKA and stuff like that, the, the kickboxing, you know, when Duke Rufus was doing it, probably back in the 90s where they had the, you know, the The six kick must system and everything above the waist. That you could argue had belts because generally everyone was like a black belt in some form of karate, but it was one of of those things where, like, give average students something to kind of work towards. And, you know, we tried to mirror jujitsu in that sense. So they, you know, have the basically same belt ranking. And then the only difference is at the front end, they'll use the, the kid system. It's like... White, grey, orange, yellow, green, and then blue belt and up is the same as jiu-jitsu
1: Right. Hmm.
5: Yeah, yeah, I've noticed a
4: lot a, a lot of gyms do like a their own striking system rankings. Yeah. Like Dynamics has one with, with uh Anthony Hardonk and it sounds like like Duke Haviland has one. So
1: yeah. That's pretty cool. Now how did you do when uh when Askren was over at the uh, at the gym? Were you a, were you were you in Ben Tight?
5: Oh yeah. No, I'm I'm still cool with Ben. You know, I I'll still talk to him. I actually uh I'll help coach youth wrestling at his brother's AWA school in um, in Mequon a couple of days a week when I don't have fights coming up. So I got back to doing that yesterday. It was a, a lot of fun.
1: Nice. Uh, now, did you did you ever like take down Ben and just fuck him up in wrestling?
5: Uh, I I've gotten some takedowns on him. There's nice. few and far between, but you know he's. He's such a damn competitor, man. Like, I got to take him down and pin him to the ground for about 10 seconds, you know, where it'd probably be, you know, two and some exposure for any other wrecking system. He'll be sitting there squirming and squirming, refusing to give up. Oh, yeah. So, again, the takedown record is probably, like, well over a 1,000 in Ben's favor, and I probably got about four. So, <laughs> you know, when I get him, I got to earn him.
1: Well, I mean, your gym's looking really good right now. Pettis got that big win. You got the big win. Uh, Bilal Muhammad's looking great. Uh, you guys are doing really well. Now, what were your thoughts? Because like, I was a little mixed about the CM Punk thing. Uh, on one hand, I, you know, I gotta give give the guy a ton of respect and showed a ton of heart. And at the other end, I kind of thought that he kind of skipped the line and like, you know, what is the point of all this? You know. Uh, I understand he's popular and this and that, but he should kind of go, like, where well, you went to the RFA and the LFA and this. And, you know, I mean, you, you, you had 35 fights before you got into the UFC. Now, my question was, how did you guys think he was going to do when he finally got in there?
5: Uh, I mean, against the guys he was going against. With Mickey Gall, we knew, like, if he got to the ground, it, it could be dangerous because, you know, he was already a brown belt. And he was pretty tough, but... Um, and then, again, in his last fight, you know, he had a chance. There was a couple of times where he hurt Mike Jackson, and as much as everyone said he was kind of playing around, I think he was more just trying. Well, one, I think he didn't mind it going to decision because he didn't mind the exposure, and two, I think he realized that, man, this guy can actually hurt me, so I'm going to hang back and, like, not, you know, give him any opportunities because, you know, I'm sure he didn't want to be the guy that loses to CM Punk because, you know, like you said, a lot of people had – mixed feelings about it, and from the outside looking in, I understand that, and, you know, everyone's about, oh, he's got to pay his dues and all this and that, and my whole thing was I, uh, he he's not taking anybody's spot. Right. So he's only going to bring more fans and create more opportunities for other guys to come in. If it was a, a situation where, say, they were like, okay, we're at capacity, we can only take one more guy, and they took him, then maybe you know, I, I could see it being justified like, hey, you know, you took a guy spot who's been grinding for however many years, you know, specifically for MMA to get there, but in his situation it's like they're not taking anyone off because of him. If anything, they're gonna add more people, it's gonna bring more exposure. And on the other side of it too, and of course only on his team we get to see this, you know, he for what it's worth you put in his time. Like when he said he was gonna do it He was in the gym every day he had no ego about it he was training he was doing you know everything and more that you could ask of a guy to do before a fight and really you know training a lot more than a lot of guys that i've seen that you know are either in the ufc or rfa and like some of these lower level fighters because i saw plenty of people you know yapping at the mouth about how it was bullshit and all this and that but it's like hey first of all dude was on his grind and granted it was another sport he still had to put in work and second of all, I know a lot of y'all. Some of you motherfuckers don't train that much, right. and you get away with, like winning up pure talent. So you really have no business talking about it. But again, I understand the frustration. But I think at the end of the day, it helps everybody.
1: Now, did you think he had a shot of winning?
5: Uh, yeah, I thought you know the first one with Mickey, I, it definitely worried us because you know, yes, that's good jujitsu, but that second one, I thought we had a lot better shot, and I think. If he had pressed a little bit more and maybe not gone for takedowns as much, he had a shot because is his technique super pretty? Not at all. But the dude can throw some decent heat and he'll get up in there and fight. Like, you know, for whatever it's worth, he'll go out there and swing away. And if he could have, you know, tried to trap Mike Jackson against the cage a little bit better and got a little more grimy in there and... You know, maybe if if he could have kept top position, you know, maybe landed one of those double eggs and started raining some ground and pound, he had a real chance of getting them. You know, the way it went, you know, people say, like, oh, he just got toyed with. You know, one of those things where you're kind of new to the ground, it's a lot harder to reverse the bottom or get back up than it is to keep somebody down on their back.
1: Right, 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 right. Now, as far as uh, you, uh, so you, you live in Wisconsin. You grew up in Wisconsin. You married. You have a girlfriend. What?
5: Uh, I do have a girlfriend. Not not married though. You know, I'm taking it nice and nice and slow and easy because that uh, the whole fighting and having a family thing is. Uh, I'm not against it, but I'm still only on my second see contract, so I'm not not exactly having the funds right now to be supporting you know people other than myself, and I want to be smart about it and situate myself in such a way that I have, you know, other revenue streams and ways to make sure I can keep getting paid and not solely rely on fighting if I'm going to have you know, a a group of people dependent on me for, you know, food and shelter.
1: Nice. So what are those streams right now?
5: Uh, so you know, the first thing would be like I never want to like get into getting some property and stuff like that and you know eventually I start teaching after I'm done with fighting but just be more, you know, as they would say, accumulating your war chest before you decide to do all that stuff. And maybe a couple of years from now, maybe I'll start thinking about starting a family. But for now, I'm just 100 percent focused on beating dudes up.
1: Now, Wisconsin girls are super hot, but they have horrible accents. Uh, how do you deal with that? <laughs>
5: uh, well, other than that, honestly, man, in Wisconsin, it's not like a lot going on. I mean, I, I love where I live. Uh, but, you know, we got three hot months out of the year. <laughs> the rest yeah, yeah, is pretty cold. So your options are you can drink, eat, or, for me, train. So, I, you know, I like, I like eating. I don't really drink too much or party. So I, I end up doing enough training that eating doesn't get to me. And that's pretty much all there is to do.
1: Now, And, and uh, did you meet your girl on Farmers Only? Or, or where, where, did, where did you guys meet? <laughs>
5: Uh, no, you know, I was at a flea market, no, I ended up, uh, she, she works out a lot at, um, uh, well, it's not a gold's gym, but something like that around here, ended up meeting her there.
1: So she must be hot as hell.
5: Oh, yeah, no, she's, uh, she is a very physically attractive person. She can (laughs) probably out squat most dudes. So I'm all about that. So she's got a great butt. Oh, yeah. Oh, good work. gigantic.
1: Gigantic? Any penny pictures of her?
5: Uh, not that I'm gonna share with you, you dirty bastard. <laughs> <saying. laughs> not me, but like, not me. The
1: fans, dude. The fans all want to see her. Well, okay. So who do you want to fight next, buddy?
5: Ah, uh, man. It, you know, it's kind of hard. I don't know. It'd be cool to get somebody in the top fifteen at least. But honestly, at this point, you know, just being able to get on like a uh, a main card or a FS1 main card to get a little exposure would be, would be nice. And like, really my goal is I want to squeak in two more fights before the year is over. Cause it's July already. This is my first fight of the year. And the last time I fought was December 1st. So I want to get, get the ball rolling again.
1: Is there anybody that you don't like or that was talking smack about you or that you want to get back at?
5: No, I mean, I, I haven't been around long enough to even develop any skews yet. So I, you know, <laughs> and I'm pretty laid back. So even if there was someone talking smack about me, I'd, I haven't heard about it.
1: <laughs> uh, those are fighting words, man. Those are fighting words.
5: <laughs> man. Yeah, no, I come off super strong. I know it's a little <laughs> much, so you know if you gotta edit this later, uh, feel free. I,
1: now, have you ever had a cru- have you ever had a crush on Rowdy Beck?
5: I had a crush on who?
1: Rowdy Beck Rawlings. Rowdy Beck. <laughs>
5: No, no. I I feel like this is leading into something. That was a really specific <laughs> question.
1: To ask. Well, well, we have we have Rowdy back here in studio. How are you? Uh, now, do you know? Ger- I'm all ah, the way so. from New
3: Zealand. Okay.
1: Do, you, do you know? Do you know Gerald Murshard? I don't know him, but I want to meet him. Uh, you want to? You want to meet
3: him or meet him? I want to meet him and meet him. Oh, nice.
1: What do you like about him?
3: Everything. I hear he's a fighter. Yeah. He's I a fight- hear he's a tough cracker. Yep. Wouldn't mind riding
1: his donkey. Wow, all right. Uh, Gerald, would you let Rowdy ride your donkey?
5: Uh, I don't know who's making that voice, but they're not getting anywhere near my donkey.
3: <laughs> you won't let me touch your donkey? I was on me feet man. That's
5: you, a good Australian accent, but you're like three octaves too low to be considered a one. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he said you, you can't go near his donkey, man. <laughs>
3: I just wanted to
1: eat his ass. You want, you want to eat his ass? That's the donkey. Gerald like the
3: donkey, eat the ass. Gerald,
1: have you ever had an Australian girl eat your butt or no?
5: I can't say that I have. Uh, At okay. least I don't remember. It's
3: never too late to go down under. All
1: right. Well, thank you, Rowdy Beck. I appreciate it. Thanks for coming. No problem. All right. Well, listen, Gerald, uh, you're, you are quite the ladies, man. Listen, uh, I'm a big fan of yours, buddy. Uh, keep it up, man. You're, you're, you're a fighter's fighter hardworking guy, you got your nose down you're, you're a good guy, you're a good person and uh, I like what you do buddy
5: Hey man, I appreciate it, I really I, I was very unfortunate I couldn't get out to see you I really hope, you know, if you're ever in Chicago or in the Midwest area, let me know I want to try to catch a show for sure
1: Absolutely will do, uh, thank you so much brother Thanks man Alright, that was, that was uh, Gerald Mearshart, hold on, it's guy, this is Gary Hey Gary Hey, can I call you in like three seconds from an unblocked number to do the podcast? Uh, sure. Sure, what's up?
4: Oh no! I think uh, we uh, are. We Thursday?
1: Uh, want to do Thursday?
4: Here's Gary canceling on us again. Yes. <laughs> this is Gary. Adam's talking to Gary Tonin on the phone.
1: Uh, it'll probably be like ten minutes. All right, I'll fight back two seconds. Oh, there you go. All right, that was so we're calling Gary Tonin right now. Uh, that was that was Gerald Mershart. nice guy. I, I, he didn't seem to like Rowdy Beck too much. He didn't. No surprise there. But Beck, hang in there. Okay. Uh, <laughs> it sounded like Beck's been smoking a lot of cigarettes.
4: Uh, right. Oh, Rowdy
3: Beck. <laughs> so, is, Beck might
1: have been
3: smoking a little bit. Right? <laughs> she's she's
1: she's she's doing bare knuckle.
3: It's b- hard knuckle. to find the voice.
1: She's she's kicking ass in bare knuckle boxing. Is she really?
3: Yeah, yeah, she's awesome. she is. Yeah, she's oh, the, she, I
4: love I love Rowdy Beck man.
1: She's she's the champ. By the way, I'm still trying to set you up with Jessica I. Yes,
4: let's do it.
1: Jessica I. What'd she her. say about that picture? She hasn't responded. Oh so, man, uh, that's not good. That's not good. Yeah, I'll send her one in a tux.
3: I I, smart, I, I, thought, I thought you could have yeah. done
1: better with that picture, honestly. Huh? I thought you could have done a better picture. I
3: didn't even. I. It was you know what you gotta do? A little makeup shading on the abs. Yeah. Right? yeah you know, no. give that. No, you gotta do, a look. Plus,
1: you gotta do pick a picture. You with like someone from Team Alpha Male who's like short. That
4: way that, you look yeah, much taller. exactly.
3: Well, I mean,
1: I'm like an I got like an
4: inch or two on Kenny.
1: Maybe. Yeah, 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 it's true. I. Don't worry about it. We're we we are still in the game. We'll make it happen. Hello. hello. Hey, Gary Tonin. What's going on, man? What's up, man? You're
0: on the MMA Roasted Podcast. Are you calling to, are, are you calling to make fun of my mom again, man? No, first of all. At this point, all, it's just bullying. You can't just keep calling me like this. That's not <laughs> That's not what happened. First of all,
1: okay, here's a little backstory. So we had Colby Covington on the podcast Uh-oh. who said that he would submit Gary Tonin easily, huh. run, run through him, huh. right? So then I tweeted the podcast out. And this guy... I said I was going to run through his mom. Yeah, then he started talking about my mom. I'm like, my mom passed away. What the <laughs> fuck is he left with my mom? Uh, which was okay, because I actually my biological mom's still alive. But I was like, all of a sudden, I got like six mom jokes at me. So I was like, now I'm going to Yo Mama fight with, with this fucking jiu legend who I never even met before. <laughs> I was like, fuck, man. But it was, it was all good. Uh, how are you doing, man? What's going on?
0: Dude, I'm all right. I just got finished getting punched in my face. Got a little sparring in. I'm going to be heading... Uh, heading home pretty soon.
1: By the way, I watched your 1FC fight. Your first fight, MMA, I was super impressed. What I was surprised about was you kept it standing for the first round. Now, was that the plan?
0: Yeah, well, <laughs> wasn't my coach's plan, but it was my plan. <laughs> I, John was like, yeah, you should probably just fucking submit this guy. But, uh, <laughs> you know, it was a big risk. But at the same time, man, I don't want to be in there trying to uh, – Trying to stand up for the first time against the person I need to do that to. You know what I mean? I wanted to try out uh, the things that I've been learning in the inspiring and stuff, and uh, see how it goes. And it seemed like it went pretty well. I, uh, at least until, uh, at least until I slipped throwing a kick and fell on my ass. You know, there was that. But
1: <laughs> yeah, it's happened yeah. to the best of us. But now. you, did, but I mean, you did drop them, though, and you, like you did win. Now, were you a lot sure. more? No, were you more nervous for the fight than you are for like, let's say, grappling tournaments?
0: Um, hell yeah, man. I was fucking pissing my pants the whole time, dude. The worst uh, of all, I think, was, like, right as I was getting my hands wrapped. Like, as soon as he wrapped my hands, I was shitting my pants the whole time. And I was, I was coming on right after their... I was the first fight on the main card. So I came on after, like, some sort of intermission that they did. So I literally had to sit in the back for, like, 35 minutes. Like, they po- called me out like I was going to fight. So I was all warmed up and shit. And then I waited for, like, another 35 minutes bouncing around like a retard. So... <laughs> I was like, I was definitely pissing my pants the whole time. It was funny though, the moment you walk out there and you get clocked once, it's like you forget about all that shit. Like, I, know, I wasn't worried at all anymore. I was just like, all right, well, this guy's going to try to kill me. I should probably try to stop that. So <laughs> yeah. let's do it.
1: Now, now, why did you sign with 1FC versus uh, Bellator or LFA or uh, uh, PFL or UFC? Why 1FC?
0: Oh, man, they just, uh, you know, they just built a good relationship with me early off. Before I was even like 100% into fighting, they were, uh, they said to me like, oh, hey, do you want to come do a grappling match over here? They introduced themselves. They got to know me. They made me feel comfortable. You know, uh, it was just, uh, I felt as though I had some sort of relationship with the organization and I could trust them. You know, uh, nobody else really reached out quite like that. The only organizations that ever really contacted me were Asian organizations. I never actually made any any contact with UFC or Bellator or anything like that. Um, a couple times I had like tried to uh, tried to put some stuff out online to get some attention or whatever about, from some of those organizations, and uh, it never really caught on. So I wasn't really too worried about it. Um, I just w- wanted to go with you know somebody that I trusted, and these guys I, uh, I trust them even more now that I've had my first fight with them. These guys are, are are good at taking care of you, getting you fights. Like you know they wanted me to fight much earlier. I'm going to be fighting very soon. I can't unfortunately. They, they don't do the best job of telling me of, of uh of pr- promoting the fight right away uh so they haven't uh, released that i'm fighting yet so i can't say when but it's gonna be very soon um but i would have fought sooner honestly like they would have let me fight like you know eight weeks later or even less like six weeks later if I, if it was up to them um i just got hurt you know i hurt my hand uh, in the first round i i thought i broke it actually but i just tore a uh, ligament now what kind of
1: contract did you sign with them
0: uh, I, again, I'm not allowed to like talk uh, about that too much, but I'll just say that it's more of a long-term deal than it is a short term. So it's not like I'm in there for two or three fights and then, you know, I'm done. Like uh, I'm going to be with those guys for a little while for sure. And uh, you know, I mean, like I said, like I trust these guys and I, I like fighting for them, you know, so I have no reason to want to, you know, to exit a contract with them anyway. You know, uh, I really don't, I don't, I don't see in in the near future. Even if somebody offered me something, me switching, unless like, you know, something crazy would have to happen. They would have to treat me very poorly for me to want to leave their organization, I think.
1: Now, I was reading about you, about your whole story, about how you wanted to... Uh, you, you were on the, on the wrestling team. You started wrestling from, what, like, 5 to 12. And you were, like, a really good wrestler. But then you just fell in love with grappling. Uh, why, now, why, did you, why couldn't you do both?
0: Now, I definitely wouldn't call myself a really good wrestler. <laughs> Not back then. back then. Back then, I sucked. I think my main strategy was to sprint full speed into the person... <laughs> Across to me, I'm gonna have to see if my mom has any old wrestling videos. When I first started, I literally would just run and try to tackle the other guy. But uh, yeah, I had no real techniques back when I was wrestling as a child. Um, honestly, I think uh, I got I got bullied a lot by the kids in the wrestling team. To be honest, like it's very much of an alpha male, you know, style uh, kind of thing. You know, a lot of people will say things like, "Oh yeah, you know, you join the wrestling team, your kid won't get bullied." But the ironic part is, it's like. Yes and no. Like, yeah, nobody normal is going to bully your kids, but the kids on the team are, you know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah. You know, it's a dog-eat-dog world out there. I mean, it's even like that in jiu-jitsu to a certain degree. You know, it's just how it is. It's like, uh, you know, when you see a pack of lions and, like, you know, uh, the alpha is always, you know, kind of, you know, playing around with the kids and stuff like that, biting their neck, you know, trying to get them ready for battle. It's the same sort of situation. So I don't treat it as a negative experience, me getting bullied there. But uh, I was definitely not like the, uh, the alpha dog when it came to wrestling at all. Um, I, I felt like I never, I never really put my heart and soul into wrestling. It wasn't my thing. Uh, not back then. Um, so when, you, when I, I got involved with jiu-jitsu, there was just something about it, that extra the idea of being able to beat somebody bigger and stronger than you, the idea of submitting and everything like that, that led me to fall in love with jiu-jitsu just a little bit more, and it was something that I wanted to do every day, and I wanted to spend every minute of my day trying to get better at it. So that's what the real switch came from, I think, because I just wanted to focus just on that because uh, I basically – that's 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 all I wanted at that point. Wrestling, I never had that desire. Not until much later when I started doing jiu-jitsu and I was like, "Hey, maybe I should learn to take people down. <laughs> I'm probably going to fight one day. You know, I, I should probably figure that out because I if I want to use submissions. I'm going to have to bring them down." So,
1: yeah, but you were also I, I read doing like two a day. I mean, doing two jiu jiu-jitsu classes per day <laughs> every day. I mean that that's yeah. insane. I mean you I mean you really committed to it. You're not just some kid that has talent. I mean you went. Above and beyond. Oh, yeah.
0: I, you know, I like to call it the, uh, the, Disney, the, the Disney complex. You know, like when I was a kid, I used to grow up watching Disney movies. And every fucking movie, it's like some kid picks up a, a lucky baseball bat or a hockey stick or something. And then all of a sudden, you know, two weeks later, you know, with no practice, suddenly he's the greatest <laughs> hockey player or baseball player of all time. You know, and uh, I used to think that way. I thought like one day I was just going to find a sport that I was the man at. And, like, I would just have to not work very hard. And, you know, that was going to be my sport, you know. And uh, I started to realize as I got a little bit older, you know, when I started doing jiu-jitsu and stuff, that that's not how it works. You know, you got to put your everything into that to, to become the man at whatever it is that you're doing. So um, that was, the, like I said, that was the first time I dove, you know, deep into whatever it was that I was doing. I did so many different activities, so many different sports, but I never put my all, like my 100% of my life into it. I would put my 100% when I was in the practice room, but once I left, my mind was elsewhere, thinking about video games or chicks or whatever.
1: So, <laughs> yeah. Chicks and championships, baby. So now, so now you're more of a, because I was doing 10th Planet and I liked it, but then I tore my ACL, I was on top, some kept put me in a, electric chair and I spun out the wrong way my ACL oh, was gone oh so man you, you suck huh I, I did what oh sorry I <laughs> meant, uh, yeah uh, that sucked, yes. man sorry I 100%, sorry hear that. I 100% suck uh, <laughs> but, but now I'm going to Henzo Gracie I, I find it a little bit better towards like wrestlers for me at least right now plus it's like closer sure. it's, for, it's, a, it's real close now um, there still is a little bit of a Gracie uh, EBI or Eddie Bravo rivalry but you, you, you're, you're, you're not into that at all are you? are you do you partake in that at all
0: Oh man, we play around here and there. You know, we definitely do our social media shit, and we make fun of each other and stuff like that. You know, I've never had any bad blood towards anybody, really, since 10 Planet, unless they they really came after one of our guys or something or said something. I don't think there was too much animosity. You know, of course, there's a rivalry because we've been winning a lot of the tournaments that they were setting up. But honestly, man, I have a lot to a lot of gratitude that I have for those guys for really getting the sport out there. You know, professional jujitsu definitely wouldn't be what it is today if it wasn't for Eddie Bravo, the guys from Sense planet and all those guys pumping it out, Joe Rogan, like if it wasn't for all of those guys, you know, pushing the sport, I really just don't think, I don't think professional jujitsu would be as big as it is. I don't think the martial art at all, like in general would be as big as it is. So, you know, man, I, I'm really appreciative for the stuff that those guys did, but of course, man, you know, there's some banter back and forth. It's all fun. I think, you know, Chael Sundin says it best. It's like, you know, uh, everybody, you know, high-fiving and, uh, you know, saying, oh, good job and, and thank you and please isn't selling a you know a fist fight on a Saturday night. You know, like if you want, if you expect people to be heavily involved in whatever it is that you're doing, you got to build a little bit of drama around it. So, you know, most of the stuff that we do is, is, is for fun and, you know, we have a lot of fun. I don't target anybody too hard unless they attack me first or, you know, uh, they really deserve it for some other reason. You know, I, I usually, anything else, I keep pretty good natured if I'm going to be a, I'm going to be messing with somebody. Well, I mean, Colby. You'll know, you can tell the difference between me, me uh, being personal and me not. You know? now, now, Colby said he would
1: beat you in one round because his teammate face beat you. Uh, and, yes. then, and then you said that if he beats you, you will get a tattoo of him teabagging you
0: on your face. Like, that is 100%. That is accurate. And I absolutely would do that. I made the same claim against uh, when I saw Halleck in Jiu Jitsu. I said that if Halleck submitted me, I get a tattoo that said G, G and a G on my butt cheek. You know, I make basically the same deal even better for Kobe, you know. And I don't expect him to bet me anything back. You know, that's just how, that's just how embarrassed I would be if, I, if he submitted me, that I would want that on my ass cheek to look at it every day of him teabagging me just to remind me of what a pussy I was if he was actually able to submit me.
1: But he says that he's a super black belt. And that he fucks up a, everybody. A at... Super. A- he watched a little bit too much Dragon Ball Z, I think. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck a super black belt is, but uh, <laughs> I haven't seen. I haven't seen any. But he says he beats up everyone at ATT, uh, and that I mean, you're not. You don't think he would basically use his wrestling to kind of hold you down and just kind of out, out
0: grind you
4: and get healed. I mean, up? I guess he could
0: try. There hasn't been too many people that have been too successful at that, but uh, hey, man. I really don't. I don't see it going any other way than me breaking his leg yeah. or strangling him unconscious. But now, how do you he think he would think do what it? he wants? He hasn't responded. Listen, if somebody says that they're going to bang your mom and your sister and you still don't say anything back, I, I pretty much just consider that a win. I don't really think he's going to be responding anytime soon if, he's, if that didn't catch his eye. My sister was talking to me a little bit afterwards. She responded. What you did know, she of say? Course she was a little bit interested. She was, she was chatting me up. We were trying to figure out. You know, a good time to see each other. But, uh, <laughs> you know, that was a little different. I don't think it had to do with the attack.
1: Wow. So you're going you're gonna to hook up with Colby's sister. That's crazy. I do We'll see what happens, you know, man. You know, we'll see. Now, how do you think you would do Seems against like a Colby, nice girl. Colby
0: in an MMA fight? In an MMA fight. And here's the thing, man. I don't really, as much as I play games, I have fun. Uh, I don't want to talk about stuff like that too much. And here's why. Because as of right now, it would take years for that to even happen. We're both in different contracts with different organizations. You know, so because it can't happen, I feel like a bitch if I was to say, hey, you know, I could beat the shit out of Kobe in an fight. You know, I just don't think that's fair. I don't think it's fair because you can't really, all it's going to be is talk back and forth. You know what I mean? A grappling right. match could happen tomorrow if you wanted it to happen. You know, UFC has let many champions uh, fight in grappling matches. It's, you see it all the time. You know, uh, just like he said, his, you know, his teammate or whatever shoe face had a grappling match and he was, has a UFC contract. So that can happen two weeks from now if we wanted to. The MMA fight, you know, if that was going to happen, it's not going to happen until years from now when both of when either one of us exits the organization that we're in. So I uh, I'm not going to talk shit there. You know, I'll let the fans decide as I continue fighting what they think. I would be able to do it in the, in the octagon with him. And then later on, when I get to the point where, where, when either of us gets to the point where we're a free agent or something, okay, then let's talk. You know, we'll talk some game about who's going to beat who.
1: Now, um, you had a draw with Paul Harris. Was there any bad blood between you guys?
0: I mean, <laughs> you don't really have to have blood with Paul Harris. have blood <laughs> with Paul Harris. I mean, he's pretty much going to treat you the same way either way, I think. I don't think it really makes much of a difference to him. I think he's just born to fucking... Crack skulls and break bones, like I don't really think he cares. Um, he was he was you know pretty I mean, you can't understand anything he can saying he doesn't speak English or anything, but based on what his translator was saying and things he seemed pretty good natured after the fight right. I'm pretty confident uh, I'm pretty confident that if I would have triangled him, if I would have actually locked it, he would have just slammed me on my neck, even though it was illegal under the rule set. So I mean, I definitely saw you know his his desire to hurt me for sure, but uh, I have no bad blood. He didn't do anything crazy in our match. He didn't punch me in the face like I was expecting. I was legitimately practicing like MMA drills before that competition. <laughs> like I was doing like slips from a wrestling stance because he like smacks people around so much whenever he grapples them. So, you know I mean, I was well prepared for that. Um, I got thrown around a little bit, but for the most part, I think I was on the attack. I, the games I played with him leading up to that was just, uh, you know, I just made fun of like some of the crazy shit that he's done. I didn't really, like, crazy personal attack him or anything. Like I said, I kept a good nature. He never really did anything to me. So, you know, if he did, then there'd be bad blood. But right now, not so much. Now, I think there was a little bad blood between him and Jake, though.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, and,
0: like, well, the guy you know, held uh, uh, Kimura a little long after that. Which is ridiculous. I think tried to throw a couple punches afterwards and some shit. Jake's a, Jake's a true fighter, man he's not taking any of that shit
1: so of course and then uh, a guy that you beat which i i can't believe it he's one of the best guys that i've ever seen was Vinny magalish i mean the fact that you beat him yes, in, in grappling is insane i mean that's that's insane uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I give you a lot of credit for that um, now oh thanks brother i give you a lot of credit for a lot of shit you do um, now as far like some people say like pulling guard in a fight is a good idea other people think it's a bad idea What's your thoughts about pulling guard in an MMA fight?
0: I'm going to show you guys how to pull guard in an MMA fight. I'm going to show you the right way to do it. We'll see, I'll see if I can make it happen in my next fight. I don't know strategically if that's what I want to do, but I'm going to show you guys how to do it. And I'll give you a hint, because Paul Harris has done it the right way many times. It's not, it's, I'll tell you right now, it's not pulling full guard, it's not pulling half guard, it's none of this crazy shit that you some of these guys doing to try to get things to the floor. Um, Paul Horace has a way of doing it uh, that other people have done as well, but I think I've seen most notably he's done it the most effectively, um, where you can pull yourself into bottom position to try to finish a fight aggressively. That's the way to do it. You know? So I'm going to show you guys what that looks like, and it's not going to look like me you know, spinning around the cage on my back and not fucking doing anything. It's going to look like an aggressive maneuver. You'll see it. So uh, that's, that's how you fucking pull guard if you want to. Do I think it's possible to do it in an effective way? Absolutely. Absolutely. But not the way that you see most of these guys doing it. They don't know how to do it.
1: Now, are there any jujitsu groupies like hot chicks that are into because when I usually watch tournaments, it's 97 guys in the crowd with cauliflower ear and like one chick. Uh, Are there any hot grappling
0: groupies? Yeah, I mean, some of the dudes that follow me around are pretty good looking, I guess, but uh, no. (laughs) Uh, Dude, I mean, I I think with anything, you know what the funny thing is, though, is I think that the more niche the more niche the culture is so obviously like jiu-jitsu is a little bit more niche than mma and mma no more niche than like boxing or some other sport you know that's a major thing i think the weirder the individuals that <laughs> tend to follow it yeah so it's definitely like you get you get some real crazies you know chicks that are involved with jiu-jitsu are out of their minds so for like, sure man i mean you're so out there. <laughs> it's definitely you're definitely right though there's way more dudes than there are chicks when it comes to groupies.
1: so what do your dms look like like hey you want to
0: like, it's like 17 dick pics and then maybe like one, you know, decent dick pic, you know, something like that. So, so now, like... I say I... decent, you know, really where I'm from, like, a, like I was making, making fun of my buddy the other day. He was a little down. And I was like, listen, man, you know, sometimes you get catfished. You're with like a, you know, 250-pound-plus overweight chick and, you know, she's like a three. You know, you can't always get that perfect six. And I said, like, you know, I say perfect six because where I'm from... That just doesn't get any better than that, really. I mean, that's all, thats what you're shooting for, right? So, I don't know, man. That's pretty much what it's like. Now, do you want to avenge the loss to, to you, uh, Kron Gracie? Are you looking to avenge that? Man, I've, man, I've been, I've been trying to do that forever. Forever, we've been trying to get this match with Kron. You know, I'd fight him in MMA. I would, you know, say I say that, I say I would fight him, and I say I would, and I don't talk about me and Colby, because I think it's realistic. I don't know. I, to my knowledge, I don't think he's currently locked down by anybody in the MMA world, or if he is, it's not for sort a of crazy long-term thing. So I'll openly say, like, 100%, take an MMA fight with him any day. Um, same thing with a grappling match. I've been saying this for years. At this point, I don't really say much about it too much. Every couple of years, I get pissed off because somebody antagonizes me about it, and I'll, I'll post something on social media. But at this point, I'm just like I'm like the dude who's trying to ask out the same shit to the prom every single Every single day, and she just says no. So, yeah. you know, I'm not gonna be that loser, man. I just, hey, uh, it is what it is. He beat me once. If he doesn't want to, you know, give me the rematch, it is what it is. That's his right. He doesn't have to do shit. You know, he beat me before, so I- I'm open to it any day, though. What do you? What are your thoughts on Dylan My Thoughts on Dylan Dennis, man. Right, you know, we've had our, we've had our, uh, our matches and shit. You know, we fought each other twice. Uh, I took home the win twice. One submission um, and one, uh, just a decision. So, you know, as far as I'm concerned, we don't really have anything. I don't have any concerns about him. You know, he's getting involved in mixed martial arts, same sort of thing. We're in two completely different organizations. I don't see us fighting anytime soon, but, uh, I mean, I I definitely have a fight with him too. We're kind of in different weight classes, but you know, I'm definitely willing to, We're both relatively new, relatively similar records. So, um, you know, that's definitely realistic. I'll see you later guys. Um, that's definitely realistic. So I'm down for that. I don't have too much bad blood though. I just think he does some 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 dorky ass shit on social media sometimes. But um, you know we play a little bit around with that stuff. But, uh, I, I'm not worried about it. Best of luck with him and his MMA career. I think uh, he's gonna he's gonna showcase some grappling for a little while, hoping that uh, you know he picks up on the striking skills so that uh, you know he makes grappling uh, look as good as it can.
1: All right. Finally, so I'm a <laughs> I'm a 40 year old guy uh, about to have a baby in two weeks. I uh, I was a stud wrestler back in the day. Uh, I was a four-time New England champ. Hey, and now now I'm coming just real back. Real quick, I, I
0: just hey, wanted wait. to wish you luck with the baby and hope that it doesn't look anything like you, man. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> just, yeah. No, no. I hope it I hope it comes out looking different. You know, you never know with genetics and everything. It could. You, know?
3: you, you mean you hope it looks like some other? Dude. I mean, the best
0: case scenario is it comes out black,
3: right?
1: Yeah, of course. You're, you're such a such. A, what, a, what a what a sweet guy. Now, uh, I was gonna say, do you have any uh, advice as far as jujitsu goes for me? Because I've been doing it like once a uh-huh. week, twice a week. I want to get better. I like it. I got a good wrestling base, but what's my what what, what advice would you give to someone like me?
0: Man, I mean, dude, just you just gotta keep getting into the gym and just uh, like. For me, I think, uh, I think everybody has the biggest problem is because, especially somebody with a background like yourself, you know, you used to do something that, uh, you, you were good at, you know, and, uh, now it's, it's just a new challenge and it feels the same because, you know, you're kind of grappling. It's sort of similar. Like I'm doing MMA now. It's, you know, there's elements of grappling involved in MMA, but it's not the same shit, man. I gotta, I gotta take my lumps. I gotta be willing to get beat up a little bit and, uh, I gotta try my best to focus on what I'm not good at. You know, I think some guys just come into the gym every single day and they work on the same shit that they were good at before. Like maybe you come to the gym and you're just trying to wrestle all the time, you know, and you don't you don't throw everything to the wayside because that's what you know. You know, I think you should just let that go and, you know, work on the uh, work on the stuff that you need to work on. Same thing with me. I'm just, you know, go right to the stand up. As far as being a little bit older, man, you know, just listen to your body. I think that's the hardest thing for people, too. Everybody thinks that they need to be the killer in the gym you know, coming in training as hard as they can every single day. And, you know, we just all can't do that. It's not physically possible. Even me, you know, sometimes with injuries and stuff, I got to take days off or I got to lean off of things. And you just got to be smart, man. When you don't, the days that you don't listen to your body and you know you shouldn't be training as hard as you do or you shouldn't be doing whatever it is that you're doing, those are the days you get hurt. It happens to me all the time. And I kick myself in the ass afterwards for it because, you know, if I didn't have an ego that day and I just, you know, sat out, I would have been fine, you know.
1: Now, how often does someone make you tap in practice? <laughs> what'd, you, what'd you say sorry how often does someone make you tap in practice
0: dude all the time I have like a quote before it said something like uh, I, I just made it up it wasn't an exact statistic but it was something like in five five minute rounds you know I get tapped like 15 times you know uh, I'd say like it may not always be exactly that number it really depends on what I'm working on but man I get tapped a lot honestly if you interviewed some of the people that I train with you would say they would, if you ask them who screen taps the most in training it would be Gary Tonin by far. Uh, <laughs> like, I'm always making sure that, like, I'm not getting hurt in training, number one. And number two, that I'm learning. Like, I'm putting myself in bad positions and, you know, I'm learning to get out. And I think that's a big part of, uh, well, who you know, why I'm successful the way that I am. <laughs> is it Marcelo Garcia? I mean, who's, who's tapping you? <laughs> Mickey, Dude, Bordo. basic white belts, blue belts, purple belts, anybody. Anybody could tap me in the gym on any given day, depending upon, uh, you know, whatever it is that I'm working on. I'm not, like, I'm not in the gym working on not getting tapped most of the time. Sometimes that might be the case if I'm leading up to competition or something. But you know, most of the time, I'm working on getting better at certain skills that I'm not good at. And if I'm going to be doing that, it doesn't matter who you are. You know, I'm probably going to leave myself open for something. And I'm not, prou- I'm not proud, man. I don't care. Whatever. It's a game for me. It's fun.
1: And, and finally, uh, how do you think you would do against Ben Askren in a grappling match?
0: Oh, dude. See, that's another one which you know is appealing to me. I think, uh, I think that grappling match could definitely happen, too. I'm sure one FC would love to, uh, to put that on. Um, so any day, I think, uh, I think I'd do very well. I just think like he's got a, he's an excellent grappler. I just don't think the submission element's going to match up. I just think I have much of a, much greater capacity to submit somebody than Ben does. Um, but it, it'll still be a tough fight. He's definitely a bigger, uh, bigger opponent and, uh, he's got a lot of years of different style of grappling. So that would be great. And who knows, man, maybe, maybe one day, I don't know, you know, how his retirement's going to go, if he's going to stay retired or whatever. You know, maybe one day if I uh, am able to win the belt in uh, 1FC or something, they might be able to bring him back if I was able to win multiple belts or something, have a little super fight in their organization. Who knows? You know, I'd love to do something like that. Um, But, uh, dude, I definitely respect. And, uh, you know, I'm looking forward. Hopefully one day I'll get an opportunity to face him. If not, I hope he fights sometime in the near future, you know, and I get to watch because I enjoy watching that guy.
1: I love it. Well, Gary, thanks for coming on the podcast. I'm a big fan. Keep it up, man. Yes, sir. Thanks so much, guys. Take care, brother.
3: Yeah, take...
1: All right. That was Gary Toner.
3: Dude, that kid's fucking hilarious, man. He is, right? That kid yeah. is fucking funny, man. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking his,
4: his online presence
2: is, is bigger than life. Is
3: it really? Oh, is it pretty jammed? Yeah, gem? yeah. he fucking, just talks talks shit champion. about everybody. he's yeah. hilarious. Yeah.
2: And the crazy thing is, most people don't know who he is. Yeah. It's like, he's one of the best jiu-jitsu players in the world. And people like uh, Gary, Gary who? Like... So he is the Greg Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, you, you asked him about Dylan Danis, and it was the same kind of shit until Dylan joined the Connor crew and started fighting MMA. One of the best jiu jitsu players in the world. No, nobody I think, ever I fucking think,
1: heard I think of him. Gary's a l-
2: level higher than Dylan.
1: Though, no, right? but that's
2: what I'm saying. Like, nobody, there's so many people that think, do not pay uh, attention to, like, the jiu jitsu scene. The jiu jitsu scene
1: is a uh, very niche scene. It is. Like, he's
2: right. I mean, it's. I think it should be bigger like, than Like, I like,
4: know who like, those guys are because I do it.
2: I hate to say it, though, man
1: until they figure out a better way to do it, like, like even the EBI's, like, in the, I, I try watching that shit, and it's just... The EBI's it's a getting lot. close. The EBI's getting close. But it's also like, it's, just, it's kind of bo- not boring, but like, a lot of times, I don't know how they're even scoring. I mean, even in submission only, you're watching right. it for 12, 13, 15 minutes, and um, when you're used to MMA, it, it's one thing if there was yeah. no MMA, but when you're used to that, it's hard. Even college wrestling... But it's six minutes, yeah, and it's points.
4: Well, and they're exactly know? like like there's a clear rule set of like okay, two points for a takedown. Yeah, you know, like you don't have that in in traditional jujitsu. You do, you know. But then it's like nobody wants to watch gi jiu-jitsu where guys are winning by advantage and yeah exactly
3: hey, hey listen i feel that Let's way talk. when i watch kickboxing which is very exciting but there's a point where i'm like take them down you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah like I'd go for a double egg like what are you doing you know why would you stand there yeah, I, think I think we're so, spoiled so there's an ele- you know what i mean because we've gotten used to all the elements being we're, spo- in the bag. we're spoiled and, right and everything that's um, like it's gone so far now that it's hard to come back and like take out elements and still be like okay that's well, that's cool. the thing like
4: like you want to watch MMA unless you're like an enthusiast of oh, one of those disciplines yeah, exactly. like I love watching kickboxing right. I love watching jujitsu. jitsu I love watching boxing because I I get each one of them but also, right. also you know? but
1: also now they're throwing in like people start off butt scooting and you're like man this guy would get murdered in a fight if exactly. he did that and that it's sort of like yeah. you know well, we've, well, we've, well so
4: that's why it. they brought in the combat the combat jiu-jitsu with but the even slap that, so like, like if you want to butt slapping. scoot the guy standing above you is going to slap the shit out of you <laughs> You can knock somebody I, I out just, slaps man I think it's what
2: I said we're, we're really spoiled because when we were growing when we were growing up and I know I'm the youngest one here but we were growing up boxing was completely yeah, you separate you look the oldest uh, whatever um, <laughs> like boxing was separate there was you didn't see wrestling except in the Olympics like yeah. and then all of a sudden MMA is brings everything together and yeah when you are watching boxing you're like take them down. Now they you're want watching to boxing, him down punch him in the, the face in
3: that, I haven't actually watched any of it yet but I really want to see it but I'm afraid I'm going to like it
2: you're, it's, you're it's pretty, like pretty it. cool and like Rowdy it. Beck is uh she just advertised that she's on one of the upcoming events again good um,
3: for her good for you rowdy Go also, also
2: random thing i found out that might be up your alley Darren elkins is almost a plus 300 for this fight on the over yeah the but weekend. you don't
1: you never bet against those dagestani guys too
2: I know. I'm just. I saw it and I was like, "Okay, uh, I'd, that's I'd, pretty cool." He's a big. I put underdog. some. I put some money on Darren. Elf, yeah, I, plus three
4: hundred. He's oh, like a underdog. You're, yeah, yeah you're he's the underdog. The, plus two eighty five right on now. Oh, he's the underdog. Yeah,
2: he's plus two eighty five right now. Well, the guy gets no respect. You know what? The, no respect could make it's you some Robbie. money.
3: What is the
4: new danger you field You don't
3: man. encourage him to put money on it. It's going to ruin your bets. Yeah, seriously. And, and, and the other thing...
4: I'll just did, bet the did opposite. Did you guys <laughs>
3: know <laughs> Whatever he does, do the exact opposite. Because that's the thing. He, he's right anytime he doesn't put money on it. He's right. And the second he puts money on it, it all goes screw I it. feel like telling people, whenever I tell you, put money on it, and no, I'll split with you.
2: Because, <laughs> or you know, just, li- or right? just listen yeah. to Greg and go the complete opposite direction. No, the direction. worst is when I, I parlay
1: it, and my first guy loses... And then, I'm, and then I'm rooting for my next five to lose, right? Because you're like, "Fuck this part, like." Well, because
3: I don't want like, oh, because then I'll be kicking myself the whole time. Exactly, it's yeah. the worst. All right, what do you got coming up? Great. Oh, uh, this Saturday, of course, Haha ha Cafe for the Down and Dirty Show at ten thirty. That's like my new weekly show over there. So join me Saturdays late night, except when I'm on the road. Later this month, I'll be at Laughs Unlimited, in Sacramento. I think that's like the twenty fifth the twenty seventh. Yeah, good. And then, uh, and then I wouldn't be back if they weren't. Um, but, no, they are great people out there. I'm really looking forward to it. It's my first time uh, going up to Sacramento. And then right after that, I'll be at the L.A. where you just came from at the Stratosphere Casino in Las Vegas. Nice. So Woo. that'll be fun. You, you could
2: go to Alpha Male in Sacramento and be the biggest guy there.
3: Okay. Jeez. You know do I'm it. not going to. <laughs>
2: okay, join their grappling. You're class. not going go so to gonna gonna go try and molest your I- Faber's chin? No, that's no. your style, Brad. No. CB's <laughs> no.
1: C- 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 <laughs> already there right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you have C- not. This C- is C- mine. This is a hologram. hologram.
2: I'm like Tupac. I'm a hologram now. I'm <laughs> graphing everywhere. What do you got coming up? Uh, I got the tattoo shop, Graffiti Palace Tattoo, uh, 4427 Lancashire Boulevard, North Hollywood. Mention MMA Roasted. We'll get you 10% off your tattoo. Consultations are free. Just That's a big 10%? deal. Just 10%? Well, he doesn't really work there. It seems like, you know... Um, other than maybe, that, I'll be, at, I'll be at LFA in Cabazon next Friday. When, um, when, when people come in and they go, I want a tattoo, do they point to you and go, not like that? or, or No. <laughs> <laughs> no, because our our... My business partner and our main tattoo artist is the only man to ever tattoo. You have amazing me, so.
1: tattoos, and then and then you have like the Joker saying "ha ha ha" everywhere.
2: Well, I was going to get damaged <laughs> across my neck, but he wouldn't do it. Can I ask you something <laughs> seriously? It's You're not going to be serious at serious, all, though. It won't totally be serious. serious. I promise you, it it's won't be serious. All
3: serious. Yeah. Did you expect to live this long?
2: <laughs> Honestly, I thought I was going to die by thirty-five, <laughs> so I, I got know. two more years to go.
3: I get it, but yeah. Wait, you were to get damaged on
1: your neck, and they wouldn't do it.
2: Yeah, my boy wouldn't tattoo my neck. He also wouldn't tattoo my fingers. Where are you going to get your fingers? Because
3: he wanted you to be able to get a job. <laughs>
2: <I> ha- <laughs> what what job am I ever getting? Let's be realistic. The one
3: where you wear slippers and
2: pants? I've all been day. here that for was. two and a half years, and what job do I fucking have? No, I'm just saying. He had hopes you might have a job. I what happened don't to so. you know, I nobody has be, hopes I, thought I thought have a job. I thought you were going to be a dog trainer. What happened to that job? It's on the back burner right now. She's How very, many times very busy. a week
3: do people try
2: to score heroin from you? <laughs> Not as much as I would like. It seems like it'd be pretty frequent. I p- feel like it'd be a profitable, bi- profitable business. profitable <laughs> what happened? <laughs> yeah. do- you said you were going to be a dog trainer. What happened? Yeah, the, she's very, very busy. She doesn't have time to train. She's working with a she bunch of... She can't
1: train you? No.
2: Oh, or train the dogs? No, she can't train me.
3: Oh, but she can train the dogs. Wait a minute, wait, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. Your trainer is a dog trainer? <laughs> Like you go to the gym and work no, out. No, like no, a no, girl. no, 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 no. No, she needed. It. She have you jump through little hoops it's and one like my go, mo- run up tiny stairs and back down tiny you know stairs. No, I can't run the stairs. just saw me smoking a cigarette outside. <laughs> I can barely walk up his He's fucking like, stairs. He, he just runs in a circle. and Hope someone goes three, two, one in that order.
2: <laughs> I'm gassing hell <laughs> thinking about a, stairs. She, she
3: throws him treats and he does well. <laughs> like totally. It's Wait, like, no. how was your training session? <laughs> 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 Wait, weren't you going to be a dog trainer?
2: So my mom's friend is one of the premier dog trainers in L.A., wanted an assistant, and she was going to train me to do it to expand her boundaries of, like, where she would go and where she would train, because she lives in Eagle Rock, so it's far, Um, but she got very busy, and she's doing a lot of different things right now, and she doesn't have time to train me, no. So for right now, it's on the back burner, but shop's doing well, and... I got a lot of events I'm going to be was, at coming was, up a lot of you stuff. At dogs? I trained
1: my
2: I trained my older dog Chanel at home to, to, to do what anybody I train with, her with peanut butter tricks. could train her to do what you no, train, her I train her to her do, to do <laughs> tricks. get autographs other dogs <laughs> no that's what I'm going to bring my fiance to LFA she for with a pen
3: in her mouth <laughs> Dude, and that'd be not, awesome. And just <laughs> drops it with some papers.
2: Yeah, like, but how awesome would that actually it'd be? It'd actually be awesome. That'd be that pretty be fucking pretty cool. Awesome. A dog really walks rad.
3: by. I was no. It'd be like
2: dog hops out of the bushes. Like
3: for you. No, you remember when you like. No, you know when you like, like. What is it, boy? What is it? Is there a fire? What is it? Is it is it a child in a well? Why'd you bring
2: a pen? No, now that you <laughs> mentioned it, you, me you know what I should do? Do you remember okay. like you remember like uh, they didn't read it, in Lassie, but like they taped the note. To the dog to like help him get out of a well or some shit. Like, I'm gonna tape an 11 by 14 of a fighter and go go over there. She runs over there, the markers in her mouth. You know, CBM UFC banned C B from the hotel? They banned all graphers. Mm-hmm. UFC has lo- has All, gra- all Graphers. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Name C B. <laughs> oh, like, yeah. That's why exactly. I have multiple That's all why grappers. I have multiple names <laughs> Name and I CB- keep
2: dyeing my hair so they don't notice. <laughs> oh. Unfortunately, the tattoos are a dead giveaway.
1: Uh, so, Tyler, what do you, you got? Long sleeves. Tyler, what what do you have coming up?
4: Uh, just teaching. Mondays and Wednesday mornings, 9 a.m. Cordelia in Venice.
2: Teaching dogs. No. Teaching jujitsu. Oh.
1: So, uh, how many students you got?
4: Uh, right now we have like four people showing up to morning classes. So, now, what time do morning
3: to, classes go off?
4: Nine. 9.15 actually Too early so for you 9.15
2: yeah. oh, That's, 9 15. Hour, that's hour, not bad hour,
4: hour and 10 minutes Usually we, we try to get like 10 minutes of rolling at the end Okay um, Is it mostly white belts? All white belts Nice All white belts How much so is it? It's I don't even know <laughs> I don't even know I just teach it so It's free I know how much they give me That's, <laughs> <laughs> that's, well, that's good You want to know that part um, Come by If you want to learn some jiu-jitsu you it can It's gi or no gi? It's what? Gi or no gi? gi. In the Gi we do no-gi too now, like, We have no-gi classes Are you
3: naked under the gi? I have wear...
4: boxers on under okay. the gi no, sometimes, no, I'll go no, commando no, every once no, in a while no, right? Sometimes
1: like I, I don't wear a cup But I feel oh, no. sometimes weird Even no-gi I don't wear a cup But I, I'll notice sometimes My partner does And then I feel like I'm like perverted
4: Yeah like you're like
3: I'm free-balling bro <laughs> Well, Hope some, some people enjoy wear that a cup. little
4: back rub You can't wear a cup in, in competition Okay Because if you get an arm bar With a cup on you're. What ooh, about, that's painful What
3: about a strap-on? I think you well, could probably get away then. with that well, my, sure. me and
1: Tyler coach middle school wrestling together Greg is convinced that there's boner timeouts uh, and I told him there's no such thing yes
3: there are uh, somewhere in the Midwest they have boner timeouts <laughs> boner timeouts they're like time and the kid with the boner has to walk around until his boner goes away <laughs> Just, <laughs> that's never I've happened I've heard there. about it some kid did he told me about it he used to wrestle like I think it was in Oklahoma
2: that was Adam's entire class when Ashley Evans Smith showed up I don't no, doubt no, it they actually, they actually
3: they didn't even like I didn't know
1: even know bring in she the was. hottest chick ever and <laughs> for some reason they, they won't give a all fuck they want to know is when 10, they're
4: doing dude, an RKO <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> just,
3: that's all they they're care all, about. Yeah, they are really they're probably,
1: embarrassed. Our kids still think girls are gross, man. <laughs> they don't care. Some of the the older kids, middle school, the eighth grade. Maybe graders the eighth, eighth graders might, eighth graders might eighth grade, be starting I was, to get Yeah, they are
4: starting DTF to get into in it. The yeah. eighth grade. We, oh, you
3: were banging in eighth grade? No, I said I was down for it. Though. <laughs> yeah, I wish I was. No one's go. gonna touch it for four more years, but I was ready by the eighth grade. My, my, my first handy was at a bar mitzvah, actually. Nice.
1: I went in the corner and some chick. Classic. Like jerk chick?
3: Yeah, but I like didn't bust. I was gonna say probably yeah, I probably went not yeah. Hey, she touched your dick That's yeah, something Yeah, I was hey, you know, Dick touch, it counts Yeah, that counts Dick touch counts Exactly mm-hmm. I was really getting some Fucking toilet paper In the bra at that point <laughs> Did Anybody else run into fucking stuffed bra I fucking it out I was like, what is this? I pulled it out Toilet paper? Uh, yeah, she'd stuffed her bra With fucking toilet paper
1: Huh Oh yeah, good old
3: junior high man.
1: Yeah, not toilet paper. And now we know where it all began. Or tissues, tissues, or tissues. Yeah, yeah. I just thing. remember
3: fucking pulling up and be like, are you fucking serious? You really? I've had
1: a couple where the bras had like built-in, like almost like a water balloon. You know, yeah, like, yeah, the water, yeah, water, like yeah, like water bra. Like a yeah. bra. Yeah. yeah, that's like the
3: water bra. A padded bra is basically that. They just sell it as a bra now. Yeah, it yeah. comes pre-stuffed. Pre- yeah, yeah, they're all their boob shape is not that at all. Like you have no idea what the true Are boobs getting smaller. I don't think so.
4: Like on average, no. Is that is that what's happening? Where they're making the the <laughs> the bras to to
1: push it up? Like, what do you do what they do they do they think? Like a survey, Tyler? I don't know. I, mean, I don't, I don't know. know.
4: I
3: don't, I don't think, think so. so. My experience.
2: I don't is. know. I've I've seen the one where girls will put on like three bras at a time when they have no tits. Oh yeah, I've seen that. And too. just like oh, stack sure. them up, and you're like, what the fuck? Is this like one of those clown tricks where you just, just keep, pulling, like, like, yeah, you keep pulling the ribbon? I remember. I remember when like. Oh yeah. I remember when Yeah.
1: I remember when you were like excited about fake tits. Now you get excited about real tits. Yeah. You're like, yeah. oh wow, these are wow. What do these feel like? Real? Yes. Oh my god! I, what is I think this? I Have like a string of like ten fake boobs in a row. The fake ass yes, fucks but me you up. You dated Leave whole. the strip club. <laughs> the fake ass fucks you up though. It feels like a.
3: It feels like a, a tennis ball. I can honestly say I've never been with a girl with a fake ass. Thank God. either. I don't, I don't think. Yeah. Know what to do? I think I'd be like, "What the fuck is happening? Do you have cancer?" <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, right. "You got a lump right here. You have a hard cystic." Um, <laughs> Right here. And then she would have to explain, the, and then I'd just leave. Yeah, No, you be, wouldn't. <laughs> well, <laughs> you're right. I'd load, and <laughs> then... <that, and that. laughs> but the it, uh, Does it Loaded depend leave. on how much Coke load is there? Load and leave, gentlemen. <laughs> load and leave. Does it depend right. on how much Coke? Be- it uh, depends on how much Coke. Uh, your coke, I'm staying.
1: So this Wednesday night, I'm at the, uh, the Ice House, Pastina. Thursday, I'm at the Comedy Magic Club at 8, and the Laugh Factory at 10 o'clock. Then Friday and Saturday, I'm at Ventura Harbor at the Ventura Harbor Comedy Club. Next Wednesday to Sunday in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. I think I'm going to the Montreal Comedy Festival uh, in Montreal. Uh, You you think, maybe. Depending on uh, certain circumstances. Uh, Late August, I'm at the Blue Room Comedy Club in Springfield, Illinois. Uh, And then um, September 6th to the 10th, I'm in Chattanooga at the Comedy Catch. And then in Rochester, September 30th, the 20th to the 22nd with Jeremy Piven. And then uh, then at the end of uh, September... I am in uh, New Westminster, British Columbia, Laugh Lines Comedy Club. And then in October, I'm in Des Moines. So uh, listen, people, October uh, 6th, 7th,
3: 8th. Where are you in in 2020? Thank you. Uh, (laughs) Here with the baby. (laughs) uh, Oh, that baby ain't holding him down. Uh, We'll we'll see.
1: Listen, people. Uh, Also, uh, if you're on Amazon.com, if you order off Amazon, go to AdamHunter.com first, Click on the Amazon banner and then order whatever you want. Uh, I get some cash out of that, uh, and, uh, <laughs> and it helps me. We'll and it doesn't even like actually. Uh, it just takes you another it keeps click. the podcast going. It
4: keeps
2: so the podcast yeah, exactly. going. People, we'll have, MA, we'll have new more shows. we have new
1: Ma Roasted T-shirts on the uh, available really soon. Actually, like this week. Once on I bring them over on the uh, on, on the website. <laughs> so uh, so buy them. Thanks a lot for coming on the show, everyone who came on. Uh, Gerald Mershart as well as Gary Tonin. And you guys, take care. Bye.